The world is always on, but you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale, get a king for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $700 on ceiling. Talk to a sleep expert and unjunk your sleep today. Mattress Firm. The Nerdgasm Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Let, let me stretch my legs a little bit because, God, we, we've been in bed for so long. And, and the alarm is ringing and it's time to do the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I am your host, Swag on Zero. Welcome to the Pop Culture Powwow. We have the man with the plan if you need him, Yosh Shazam, the host of the No Gimmicks Needed Podcast and the co-host of the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Mr. A&E. What's going on, everybody? Uh... I, I, I was going to give you an opportunity, Swag, to see if he was going to get serious for a moment, but uh, I, I, I can see I got to take that job. Uh, serious, I. Well, uh, well, everybody out there, I, I, I appreciate, yes, we have not been doing the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast for a while because back early June, my mom passed away. And what happened was I was inaudible to do the podcast and I would like to think that it affected Anthony a little bit as well to not do the podcast as well. So there were a couple of weeks we were not doing the podcast and we was like, well, maybe we should do it this week or this week. And unfortunately, it just it just never came. And when you're dealing with grief and stuff like that, it's hard to just get things back on track. But finally, I say, you know, after, you know, we've seen Black Widow, after we had come to the midterms of the movies after so many things that has been happening that we already have missed that we did not talk about i felt as though that you know we, we need to you know get up on our high horse and get back into it so we are back here uh doing the nerd Guest talks uh podcast i'm excited for it i can't wait to get into it you said <laughs> we coming back because that marvel check hit it was like, <laughs> Disney gonna come I, after us. That Marvel check took a lot of taxes out. <laughs> What's that Marvel check? He's like, all right, let's let's get to work because Disney will tax us for it. I'm about to say, I'll try to get to work when the Vin Diesel check came in. <laughs> Speak, speaking of uh, taxes, um, apparently the studio that animates um, Demon Slayer has yeah. been uh, has been um, accused of tax evasion. I didn't know you remember what that movie was. Oh, my God. But, no, I found out the studio was <laughs> accused of that. And I'm looking at the animation. I'm like, you know what? It makes sense. They literally have no budget when it comes to their animation. Damn. Okay. You, you got to see it. They, you remember, um, what's it called? Fate Stay Night? Uh-huh. They call it... Uh, Fate Stay Night. I ain't heard that name in about a couple years. I, I hated that. I hated that <laughs> anime so much. I, that I was like, bro. I'm like, the action scenes are so cool, but this show is just so bad. It is so boring. But yeah, they instead of called it uh, Unlimited Blade Works, they called it Unlimited Budget Works. Because mm. everything was just crisp. Nice and crisp on there. Um, so I don't know any more information about that, but uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's something. Uh, other than that, how are you feeling? I'm doing good. 
I'm doing good. I'm doing. I'm doing better. So you know, ready to work. Gotcha. I, I thought we was gonna. You know, I wanted to talk about us real quick. I, I think I'm doing great. You, you yeah. think you're doing great, or you yeah. know you're doing great. You just don't want to hold on my face. No, I, I feel great. I feel. I mean, my after today, I realized I need to get in shape, but <laughs> and not be a shape. So, uh, yeah, I definitely need to work on that. But uh, yes, we have a good panel. For, uh, not panel. Um, outline well, for you. To, we oh. do have my my wife joining. Uh, the show actually who has not been on the show for a while as well yes i was trying to stall until she came in because uh, <laughs> oh you're here okay hey we have lady sketch in the building hello everyone <laughs> i hope you're feeling well as well uh, my back hurts but i just took some painkillers let's see how long it takes for those to kick in I- i'm gonna need some of that after today <laughs> i'm gonna need- i'm gonna need all of them but uh cut these drug transactions off on this uh, <laughs> <laughs> FBI watching uh, but yes we're going to start with our um, midterm reviews or our top 10 list of, uh, for the midterms we're also going to be talking about Black Widow and maybe we could write our own Black Widow script and make it a better movie but let's get into the midterms uh, Mr. a and I know th- th- this is your baby so Well, you guys know I love the movie. So, uh, on this special movie experience here, as we're doing right on the podcast, it is the midterm. So, yes, back in June, uh, I I tried to get into the habit like my girl Grace Randolph does. And as June, we do the midterms. Mm -hmm. So, I I, I watched the list like I do every year, and I was just like, I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to put on this list. So, (laughs) uh, (laughs) me and her have a very toxic relationship sometimes. So, uh, but however, I like doing it. So I decided that uh, it would be great for us to do our midterms for the best movies of 2021 so far and the worst movies of 2021 so far. Obviously, uh, I'm not trying to stun or anything like that. I know I watch more movies than you and Lady Sketch do. Oh, yeah. No, that's a fact. So I'm not, like I said, I ain't trying to stun. I don't take that as an insult. Yeah, neither do I. (laughs) So I do have a, a top 10 list for best and a top 10 list for worse that I've seen so far. The only thing I'm not including in my list this year is TV shows. Okay, gotcha. Well, yeah, I didn't include TV uh, shows. I would have put that in if, you, if I knew you could. Yeah, I'm about to say, so for people looking for WandaVision, Loki, Falcon Winter Soldier, Castlevania, it's not going to be in there. So, but they were, but when we get to the end of 2021, we definitely talk about those. And, oh, and by the way, yes, Invisible was one of the greatest shows that ever made this year. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Invisible, maybe, maybe, maybe by number one show. Don't know yet, but uh, I still haven't watched it. So I'm curious. Bruh, it was a good you, show. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We just gonna be bruh. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, uh, so right now, I figured we start with the best. So, Sway, I'm gonna go to you. Then I'm gonna gotcha. Go to, then I'm gonna go to Lace only because I have the longer list. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Uh, so, yeah, so thank you for reminding me of the one movie uh, that should have been on my list and is actually his number one on my list. But uh, honorable mention, as much as this movie stressed me out, I'm putting Malcolm and Marie on here. I 
Oh my god, this movie was stressful. <laughs> like, I remember texting you. I was like, I am 13 minutes in. And I feel like I got to start smoking cigarettes. I was like, I, I never felt. It's like, you you ever be like that one friend that just watch your friends argue? Like, your friends are a couple and you watch them arguing and there's nothing you could do? You yeah. can't say anything? That's how I felt watching this movie. It made me very uncomfortable. But I thought, I was like, you know what? It... It did his job, but you know all he had to do was say sorry. That's all he had to do. But um, I'm gonna go to my number five. My number five is coming to America too. Oh wait, well coming to America. Coming uh, to America. Yes, I really enjoyed this movie better than I thought it was. It wasn't like a rehash of what coming to America was, and it, it was his own movie. And I understand like some people didn't like it um, because it wasn't. It, it didn't have the raunchy comedy that uh, Coming to America originally had, but this felt like its own story, and I really enjoyed that for what it was. It wasn't, um, it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like one of those back uh, straight to DVD films. So okay. I, I was very impressed by this. Jermaine Fowler, I really liked him in this movie. Eddie Murphy was great. Wesley Snipes was phenomenal. Wesley Snipes was good. Oh man, the, uh, I actually tolerated. Tracy Morgan and I usually don't like him when it comes to certain movies. So Yeah. But yeah, this I thought this movie was great. I thought this movie was absolutely great. So that's number five. Number four, Judas and the Black Messiah. This movie was I don't want to say it was uncomfortable. It was just like hard to watch. I guess that's the best way I can explain it because it's like you, you know it will be that way when you you have when you have a tile like that. Yeah. Well, well, it, it, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, facts. Um, but it's like you. I already knew the end of the story, so it was just yeah. like leading up to it was just like, how's this gonna happen? How's this gonna happen? But um, oh my god, um, Daniel Kaluuya, phenomenal. Uh, he won an Oscar for this, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well deserved, well deserved. Lakeith Stanfield, phenomenal. I I really like the, both of these actors in this movie. But I didn't know Daniel Kaluuya. He he could literally be a spy with as many accents as he could pull off. There's just no way. There is no way he got like the, the talent is phenomenal. And I still think uh, Lakeith Stanfield is one of the most underrated actors in this generation right now. Uh, very versatile. But this movie was great. Um, again, it was very uncomfortable to watch, but I appreciate everything that this movie did. Um, ne- next one. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Hot damn. Yes, this is, damn this is number three, and oh my god, thank god this movie was good. <laughs> I'm glad this movie was good. <laughs> now, I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, this just feels like Justice League using Grammarly. Then I went back to watch the original Justice League, and I was like, oh, this was worse than I remember. I, I, I sat there for six hours and watched the whole... I watched, this, I watched the weed cut first, and I said, it goes much better when you watch the weed cut, and they go right into the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah, you appreciate this movie much, much more if you watch it back to back. I'm so happy with what they've done with this movie. The Flash had a lot uh, more importance in this movie. Um, Jason Momoa was a, felt much better. Ray Fisher was much better in this movie. Everything about this movie was bigger in scale and better when it came to uh, what the original one was lacking. Um, mm-hmm. Also, we got to see Dark Side, which was great. Um, 
yeah, there's nothing else I can say except re, uh, you know, re revamp the Snyderverse. Hopefully, revive it. Hey, I don't hey, know. hey. Dwayne the Rock Johnson say, "Yo, I like that Snyderverse. I want to go against Henry Henry Cavill Superman. I'm just saying, they they should get done. The highest paid actor may be able to make it happen. Happen, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't think the director will agree. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> also, we also saw a screenshot on set of Black Adam. So yes, that movie is being made. Uh, yeah. so, yeah. oh, hey, hey, look! I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, he, he already told me he already gonna do stress because he. Was, I was right. Yeah, I I messaged him. I was like, since you're paying for my Venom ticket, I'll pay for your Black Adam ticket. Since you don't want to admit that you lost. But <laughs> um, next one was a movie I actually had no plans watching, but I saw your review for it, and I was like, you know what? I'll give it a chance. Uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. That is my yeah, I, number two. I figured that's what you were going to say in there. Um, I was quite surprised with this. One, I love uh, the people who did the Lego movie and the Spider-Verse. They're a talented team. This yes. movie was much funnier than I expected. <laughs> I, I didn't think. I, I did not expect this coming from this. And I saw no trailers for it. I only saw your review for it. So I was like, you know what? I'll hop in. And then I, I'm very happy that I watched this. Uh you know, one of the one times Netflix actually got something right uh, mm-hmm. this year with their movie releases because ooh, they've been they've been swinging and missing. They've been sticking. <laughs> they've been swinging oh, and missing. They, oh, they have. And uh, my number one is Demon Slayer: Mugen Train. Now, technically, the movie came out last year, but because of the pandemic, it came this year. Uh, came out this year in America, and this is also my first time back in the movie theater since Sonic was it. I think Sonic mm-hmm. was the last uh, movie I saw before the whole pandemic. But, um, yes, one, it was a great to see anime live in the movie screen. It, it, it was just a great feeling to be back in the theater. So that also adds to um, that also adds to uh, how great it was. But also, this movie was just phenomenal. Edit, um, animation-wise, it was great. Music-wise, it was great. Action-wise, it was great. Acting, it, everything was just great about this movie. I, I honestly have no complaints about it. But, uh, yeah, those are my top five. Um, do you want me to hop into games, or I can pass it to Lady Sketch, and then... Oh, we can, we, can, we, can, we can pass it to Lady Sketch. Okay. All right, I'll come around a little further, a little closer to the mic. Yeah, no, we, we just opened up like this. Ah, technology. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I laid out my list a little differently. I have my top five, and then I have a section that's like either meh or honorable mentions. Okay. So we'll start with the meh honorable mentions first. So I'm going to start with the ones that rank higher first. The, so these are technically my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, In the Heights. was a, Wow, that's an honorable mention? I fell asleep. It was so oh. long. It was so Was that long. the was that the musical? Yes. Okay. I love musicals. I love representation of black and brown folks. I love all of it. Only because I fell asleep. I didn't see like a good, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour to an hour to movie. It was it was it was long. Mm. I wasn't prepared. I say that much. Um so again, that's why it's kind of high. And this is not saying there's anything wrong with it. If you like, if you like musicals, you'll like the movie. Um, or if you've seen the Broadway play. Mm. Uh, honorable mention also goes to Luca, only because I also 
Oh. He is dying. <laughs> he watched this while I was working. So I watched part of it and then I went back and saw bits and pieces. From what I saw though, I really liked it. I just had to sit down and watch the whole thing. A uh, quick question. Did Soul come out this year or last year? Last year. Okay, cool. Just making sure. So next is Malcolm and Marie. For the same reasons. <laughs> I was stressed the fuck out. I was just like, so I'm looking at Mr. Annie like, so are we going to fight now or no? Like, what can we do after that movie? How about this? Look, no, no matter what, I, I'm wrong. I, I'll say it right there. Like, it's, it's nothing you can do after this movie but fight with your significant other. It was stressful as hell. I was just like, all right. Like, John David Washington, you lucky you nice looking because this is one of them roles. I thought you about to say you lucky you Denzel suck. I'm sick. I no. know who baby Denzel is. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you lucky you nice looking because this is one of those roles where I would be like, I can't stand you, so I'm gonna hate you and everything else you in. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's number three, and this is where we start to get to the meh category. Mm-hmm. Coming to America. Okay. I can't put Coming to America in my top five because I grew up with the original Coming to America. And it's not necessarily the like the raunchiness and the fact that they didn't have to be as PC back in the day. The movie itself was just funnier. Some of the things in this movie felt kind of forced. Um but I we watched it what, two or three times? Yeah, I know I did, yeah. And after, like, the second watch, I was just like, okay, I can take it for what it is. So it's not in my worst, but it's not going to be my best. And then my last meh is Black Widow. Okay. I can't put it in my worst. It's definitely not in my best. It's just there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely talk about that. <laughs> so my top five might be a bit surprised. Um, this is not in any particular order. This is literally in the order that they were released. So, number one is Judas and the Black Messiah, which probably would have been my number one anyway. Um, I've been following the Black Panther story since I was a kid. So, I've been waiting Two to months, see. she said. Yes, sir. She was two months old. Shut up. So, um... As you you know, you can go back and listen to the review for Jews and the Black Messiah about all the reasons why I or the rest of us liked it. Um, but I was happy to see what I think was done properly. I always say, as long as the like family, if there are family and friends left to be involved in a movie, as long as they're involved and they approve, then I can be like, all right, as long as the movie's done well, mm-hmm. I'll probably like it. So uh, that's my number one. Number two, again, this is not in any particular order. Don't yes. don't jump down my throat. No problem. Godzilla versus Kong. I oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he forgot that came out, and I was no. like, okay, I wasn't going to reveal no more. No, I I didn't forget the game out, but I put Black Widow above that. Again, that's why I said this is is not in any particular order. Uh I just went down the list of movies that came out this year. Um, I had a good time with Godzilla vs. Kong, probably because I went into it not expecting 
um, not expecting much. Like, I didn't expect to take it seriously or anything like that. Right. So I was like, ah, okay. This is cool. Um, it probably would be very low. Like, if I put them in order, it'd be number five. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, Mitchells versus the Machines. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Like, so much so that we were cleaning or something on this movie. Yes. We cut this movie on. Mm-hmm. And I actually went and turned it back on so I could finish watching it. I was like, oh, okay. I like this. And plus, I miss... Um, I miss Broad City, and my girl Abby is, uh, was the main character. Oh, shout out! What happened? Shout out to her. I didn't yeah. know she was in there. I didn't. Well, I didn't realize she was in there. Yeah, she's um, what's the girl name? Katie. I think so. The, it's my real was it as the model. The teenager. She's a teenager. Okay, gotcha. Um, number four is A Quiet Place Two. For obvious reasons, this movie was phenomenal. And it also was great because I it wasn't the first one we saw back in the theaters, but it was honestly the first one I cared about for real. Um, <laughs> that we actually saw in theaters after having been out of a movie theater for over a year. Um, so that was great. It was a great experience. Um, check out the movie experience for that. Shameless plug. Uh, and number five is Summer of Soul. Uh, the new documentary the documentary. Uh, directed by Philly's own Questlove. Hey. So, uh, check that out if you enjoy documentaries, um, especially if you enjoy music-centered documentaries, which is kind of like right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, I have to see this. So I I enjoyed it because I enjoy like the history of music and things like that. And always I always enjoy a story that you don't normally see told because um, I, myself included, had no idea this festival even happened. Right. So, that part was cool. So, that is my top five. All right. Nice. All uh, right. So, got, do so, you want to yeah. steal the show or? <laughs> I don't see. Y'all put me on this pedestal. I'm not putting myself on the pedestal. I'll just say. You, uh, you, you put yourself on like, since, you know, since I got 10 and I, you know, I'm the movie guy. <laughs> I, I could only, you know, <laughs> it's oh, only okay, right so, if I go last. <laughs> all right, all right. So here's we go here. So I got ten movies, three five, uh, three honorable mentions. Okay. I don't know the post, so that's like a list of thirteen. So I, I watch. It's like, our list. All it's it's our whole list put together. <laughs> all right. So okay. okay. Let me go get the baby some more. Okay. So uh, when it comes to honorable mentions, I'm going one with Concrete Cowboy. Idris Elba had um, in the in, in the boy from Str- uh, Stranger Things uh-huh. had this movie about the North Philadelphia Riders Club. Right. North Philly stand up. Yeah, uh, that was and I was I didn't know anything about the, the, this ride club with them riding horses in the city. And I was like, where are these people coming from? So there was a whole movie about them, and they had the actual people that was part of this Riders Club in the movie. Hey, nice. And I was like, wow, they can actually act. I didn't know that, but because <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know. It was like you know. So, so these regular people they, they, they come in here and I was like and you're up there with a powerhouse actor like Idris Elba so yeah so it's an honorable mention for me another honorable mention I have is Willie's Wonderland Nicolas Cage's horror movie that came out this year oh the Five Nights of Freddy thing <laughs> yeah when you sit there where you think that we're gonna have a horror movie like a generic one not this time we got Nicolas Cage is coming in here and guess what He's not locked in there with the monsters. They locked in there with him. 
and he sit there and he goes and he is murdering all these Five Nights at Freddy's Chuck E. Cheese style monsters. And everybody else in the movie is just being a dumb horror movie cliche, but not Nicolas Cage. And guess what? The whole movie, he don't talk. You know, I... The passion you're disputing, it's like, I'm just, like, in awe. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Yeah. Somebody told me, you got to got Woody's on the land. And I checked out the, I reacted to the trailer, and I said, all right, I'll probably check this movie out. So I, it came on the streaming service. I went to uh-huh. it out, and I was like, yo, why am I liking this movie right there? <laughs> this, this, is, this, this is, like, you know, Kmart at best. I ain't even Walmart. It's Kmart at best. And I'm just like, but... Nicholas Cage is just bringing it in this movie. And I'm just like, he is so not being himself, but being himself at the same time is great. Nicholas Cage has a range that's so weird. Exactly. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> and my other honorable mention is because, just because I've seen a lot of movies, is The Mitchells versus The Machines. Okay. Good movie, great animation, especially that Into the Spider-Verse style animation and how funny it was. But just because of the amount of movies I did see, mm-hmm. it has to go on honorable mention. So now, when it comes to my top 10 movies of 2021 so far, number 10 comes Summer of Soul. Summer of Soul is the new documentary that me and my uh, wife just saw. And uh, it, it's touching me a different way because me and my mother was very excited to see this because me and my mom love old school stuff. Right. And it's an old school festival from 1969. So we see Glass Night in the Pips. We see the Fifth Dimension. We see the Staple Singers. We see BB King, and we see uh, we just see all those uh, acts: Stevie Wonder, David Ruffin, j- just to name a few that was at this festival. And uh, after we see him, he's like, "Yes, we're definitely going to see that on Hulu when it happens." So unfortunately, physically, she wasn't there with me to watch it, but I do know she was there spiritually with me to watch it. But I got the chance to watch it with my other family, with my in-laws. And it was a great time. So if you are in the music and you are in the documentary, especially shout out to Questlove who did it right here in Philly, I recommend you guys go check that out. Especially you. It's on Hulu. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, Number nine, Army of the Dead. I hate zombies, okay? Mm-hmm. I hate zombies, but, who, but, but what do I love? Zack Snyder, Dave Bautista, and heist movies. So you put that all in a zombie-type movie, even when Amari Harwick is tolerable, Lord then Jesus. sure, I'll take it. When I come back to Amari Harwick being tolerable, Army of the Dead, which was actually one of the best zombie movies I've ever seen. Now, my standards are low because I do not watch zombie movies, but this one was very creative of how Zexar kind of changed the things out and changed how zombies are formed and, and, and where they come from and anything like that. I was like, okay, this is pretty dope. So I, 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 I asked Swag to watch it, but um, I have not watched it yet. I, I keep forgetting about the movie. I'm not even gonna lie. Number eight is Luca. Luca was a, one was a great Pixar movie. Disney always sits out the park when it comes to Pixar, mm-hmm. except and, for Cars. Uh, yeah, except for Wait, Cars. What happened? Cars except is bad. Like Cars? No, Cars was oh, horrible. So, <laughs> like, yo, can we get Incredibles? Nah, we give you another Cars though. <laughs> I mean, I agree, but there were too many of them. But you know, but. I, I enjoyed the uh, the Italian re- representation in Luca. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed it. It, it was a really feel good movie. I watched it twice. Oh wow! I, I watched it twice. It was, it was really good. And it's a Disney Plus movie. So, uh, it's a Disney Plus Pixar movie. So you don't have to premiere access or anything. Okay, so I was just about to right ask now and, cool. and watch it. Awesome. Number seven, huh? No, I was saying that's awesome. I was just about to ask yeah. uh, if we had to pay for it. Number seven is in the Heights. In the Heights, man, look, I know you don't like musical swag on Zero, but look, 
Hamilton was like, okay, you, you're talking about this time period of these older white men, you know, you know, the Union and the Confederates and all that kind of stuff like that. George Washington and stuff like that, and Ham, in the and Hamilton, you know, kind of rapping. But when you take it to, you know, the hood, mm-hmm. when, when you take it to uh, the Hispanic part of New York, and they sitting there, and it's it's, it's that same rap style uh, play. I loved it. Right. And once again, like I said, I'm, I know you're not into musicals, so it's going to be a hard sell for you. But mm-hmm. I, I am into musicals. The, the, the one downfall of the movie, it is too long. I was like, this, this movie is too long. You could have cut about. 20 minutes to a half hour of this movie off. But it's still, like I said, I, you know how I get in when I watch a movie. So oh, yeah. I still did watch the whole thing and I loved it. So it's definitely going to make uh, number seven for me. Number six, Godzilla versus Kong. And I've been with you with all the Godzilla movies and Kong Skull Island. Yeah. And I was like, finally, they made a movie where I enjoy Brian Tyree Henry and I enjoy them just fighting, then tag team against Metal Godzilla. And it didn't insult my intelligence, like Transformers or something like that. And it was good. It, 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 that's what it's meant to be. And to the point where it's just like, hey, I didn't see how some of these fights are going to go. And it, they actually shocked me on a couple of them. Oh. So Godzilla, yeah, Godzilla versus Kong is going to be on number six. We at the top five now. Top five, number five is coming one night in Miami. That was uh, this year? That was January. That was this year. I did not see that in the list. Yeah, I didn't see it in my list either. Yep, January. I guess they didn't include it because it's Amazon? Probably. Amazon does not get a lot of credit as as they probably should. But yes, it was an Amazon movie that came out this January 15th, I believe, or January 20th. Was it um, in last Oscars, the most recent Oscars that happened? No. Yes. Okay, I think that might be why. But okay. Yeah, no, it it definitely. So it came out, uh, they, they had the Sundance. Of course, it, it did one of them things, kind of Juice of the Black Messiah did, where last year they did Sundance for it, mm-hmm. and then they released it, you know, uh, you know, on the big screen this year. Said it with Juice of the Black Messiah, but one night in Miami in January, yes, a uh, great concept of a movie where I was just like, and it's like what happened with these four iconic people in, in history. I'm not called Black History in history, where. Uh, you know, they had this conversation in, in this one night. And I, I, I thought the conversation was intriguing. It drew me in. Me and my mom had to watch the movie about three times. That that was an excellent movie. I'm mad I yeah. didn't. I'm mad I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I think it deserved a little bit more love at the Oscars than it did. But, but once again, I think uh, with Juice and the Black Messiah coming out, and like, it, it's, it's, it's all about timing, you know, mm-hmm. of how this thing is and when it comes out. But I, I was really pulling for Regina King. Get something for that movie because it, I thought it was I thought it was a real masterpiece of hers, especially for her being at her directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Number four, Ryan and the Last Dragon. If you guys like Disney and you guys like animation and you guys like representation, Ryan and the Last Dragon is where you need to be at. Now, of course, it's on Disney Plus now for free because before it was the premiere access you had to get, but now you can go to Disney Plus and just watch Ryan and the Last Dragon. And that was such a well-made movie. Me and my son just sat down there and just watched it on the whim. Like, okay, here, you want to watch a new movie? I'll pay $30 for us to watch it. And we sat down and watched it. Me, him, and my mom was down there. It was like, damn, it's a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. Aquafina's in it. And, you know, like I said, the culture and the representation is in there. I was just like, yo, I really don't know where this is going to go. But I was, like, enthralled in the whole movie. If you guys enjoyed the animation that Disney does, because they hit out the park when it comes to animation this year, right. you guys check out Ryan and the Last Dragon. And I, I, I am so confident 
this is definitely going to stay on my list for the end of 2021. I when I saw the trailer, I was very intrigued with it. Yeah, it's, it's very intrigued with it. Number three, Justice League: The Snyder Cut. I mean, how can you not? Mm-hmm. How can you? How can you not? put the Snyder Cut up on there. That was four hours of just glory. That was four hours of saying, I told you so. That was four hours of saying Dark Side should have been here. Disclaimer, another movie he watched while I was working. So don't don't jump down the throat. I watched Justice League, the Snyder Cut, three different times. I watched it. There was one time I didn't watch it because even uh, my mom wanted to see it. She was just like, okay, I got to take a break. I didn't have to take no break. I told you, I watched six hours from, from the Josh Whedon cut and I was like, "Hey, you, you want to watch the uh, watch Snyder Cut now?" And I was like, "Hey, and even still, you need to go back and watch Snyder Cut. That thing was, wow. I was like, "Yeah, that right there, is is rivaling the first two Avengers movies for me." Oh wow! I mean, look, I mean, I get it. The, the, the first part I saw made sense. Like, it made more sense than the. But you don't got. know how bad it is you go back and watch the Weeden Cut again. I guarantee you, the last time you seen that Weeden Cut was when we was in the movie theater in 2017. <laughs> yeah. So I guarantee when she left that theater, it was the last time she saw that. So you go refresh your memory of, of that pollution and then go back and watch that glory. <laughs> number two. <coughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at you. Uh, what? Number two, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. The Keith Stanfield knocks out the park. Yep. And then Dan Kalua knocks out the part. I'm still low key mad that they put them in the same category at the Oscars. They did. I don't care what y'all thought y'all was doing. You, well, I tell you what they, what they thought they was doing. They I mean, I saw know. It. That's why I said I yeah. know. We watched the botch live on TV. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, talk, talk about a flop. Oh, but anyway, the movie was great. Uh, like I said, I, I researched and do, and do a lot of stuff on like, Black Panther Party and Fred Hampton, and I thought. You know, especially with the family involved, like my wife saying, it definitely is great to see that part represent, uh, representing the movie and Dan Kaluuya winning the Oscar for it. Everything was great. Is it a hard watch at times? It's supposed to be, but yes, you know, so it still makes uh, a great movie. Well, I said I, I will. It'll be like one of my I'll come Black History Month sometime. I'll watch it then. Because like, is, is this going to be like a random Saturday where I got my bagel and bacon? I'm like, let me watch this in the Black Side. Nah, not doing that. Black Side angry. Exactly. That's we still gotta watch That's Detroit. Like it's like sitting down and watching Roots for Leisure. Like, uh, yes, yeah, we, we, we're not doing that. That's part. like watching Malcolm and Marie for Leisure. <laughs> All emotional roller coasters. You know, I'm happy with my relationship. Let me watch this. Yeah. Then, when it comes to my number one pick of the, the best movie in 2021 so far, it's A Quiet Place Part Two. John Krasinski know what he's doing. I never, I never. Watch the sequel while I was just like, oh my god, this is as good as the first one, or if not better. I mean, of course, when it comes to superhero movies, absolutely, but certain movies, it's like it was just, the first one was just better. But no, nah, this one, I was like, yo, 2018, that was the top, that, that was almost the top of my list until Once Me My Neighbor came out. But <laughs> right now, this is this is home running for 2021. Right now, I really thought One Night in Miami was gonna be was gonna be the home runner for me. But I was like, damn, this, this it's all about timing because that joke came out in January and look where we at now. Right. That joke dropped out to five. And I'm still hoping it's gonna be on my uh top uh ten by the end of the year. Gotcha. So yeah, so 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 th- th- those are my best. I recommend everything I sell on this list to go out there and check it. Uh I know my wife was in there, but I think she would enjoy Concrete Cowboy. Oh, I had a list of movies that I have to see that came out 
Like, not the ones that haven't come out yet. Yeah. But it's only three. It was just Concrete Cowboy, Spiral, and Zola. And if y'all don't yeah. remember Zola... It Yo, was wait, that's that Twitter thing. Yeah, right? it was a viral Twitter thread where this girl told this ridiculous story about how she spent this weekend with some girl she had just met, and they were strippers. It was a whole thing. So, I'm curious to see if it sticks to, like, the source material well. Yeah. Because that story, I was, like, into it. I was just like, okay, so what happened next? Like, yeah, it was pretty yeah. crazy. <laughs> that was a crazy yeah, thread. So I'm, I want to see that. That's on my list of movies that I need to see for the rest of 2021. Spiral was pretty good, but it did not. It was not good enough for me to put it on the list. Gotcha. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So I kind of figured it might not be that great, but I was yeah, curious. But it's still recommended to watch. Let's go to the worst. Uh, do you want me to do the video games, or do you just want to keep the movies in one? I'll keep the movies one because I'm gonna okay. break it up for for the movie experience. Oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So now, this is going to be the worst of 2021 so far. Now, obviously, we've seen a lot of bad movies, and a lot of bad movies have come out. They're going to be opinionated, obviously. But uh, I guess you guys both have still five or less. I only than that. have three right now because okay. I, I put some on my man. Gotcha. How about you, Sway? I got like two. That I could think. Two? Okay. Well, you know what? You guys go ahead and knock it out because I. Have ten. Uh, so, I'll let Lady Sketch go first. Okay, okay sure. So um, again, not in any order, just the order they were released. Number one, United States versus Billy Holiday. I feel bad. That was bad because you was excited for that. <laughs> Honestly, even over the last movie, I'm going to say this is number one worst for me because I was disappointed. We have seen way too many Billy Holiday movies and stories and everything for this not to have been executed better. I just, and I feel like Andrew Day deserved better. She did. Because she did a great portrayal of Billy Holiday. She was the best thing about this movie, but the movie, like, the movie did a disservice to her. And that's sad. It was, listen, when I tell you, like I came back in for Concrete Cowboy it's not North Philly stand up for Lee Daniels I can't <laughs> I cannot I, I I don't know if folks just don't want to say it or whatever but Lee Daniels is not that great of a filmmaker sorry it's my personal opinion maybe you feel different I don't um <laughs> <laughs> number two and this is weird to say, but the woman in the window. <laughs> this is on my worst list because when I say I tried more than once to finish this movie and I just could not make it through in good con I couldn't do it. I was just like, um, what is her name? Amy Adams? Yeah. Because I'd be, I be confusing her with somebody else. That's Amy the movie Adams. with uh, Amy Adams and Anthony Mackie that you were telling me about, right? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. It was. I was just like, this movie, in the first half an hour to 45 minutes, I was just like, this is low-key insufferable. <laughs> it's not believable that you and that Amy Adams and Anthony Mackie will be a couple. And no, it's not because it's an interracial thing. It's just picture in your mind Amy Adams and Anthony Mackie just standing each other next to each other for 15 minutes. Like, I... Wait. Uh, which, it had no chemistry. No, it was just... It was so weird. Now, now, I swear, I'll I put in context for you. From... When, when my mom was in the hospital, like from end of April to May until when she passed away, mm. I didn't do any movie reviews, right? Uh-huh. When Woman in the Window came out, she was fine. And I still didn't want to do that review. <laughs> <laughs> I remember so, you were telling me about it. Now, 
which one was the worst couple? Taraji and Ed Helms or Taraji Anthony? And Ed Helms. Okay. Oh no, that's what takes the cake. Nothing changes that. Yeah, what's up with Netflix? Like, what? What are they doing? Here's the thing. thing. I still understand what y'all see in Ed Helms is funny. He was funny in the office. No, he was funny in the office. No, no, no. He he was funny before he became Michael Scott too. Yes. After that, I was like, all right, he's tired. He had his moments where I would laugh at him, kind of like you laughing. Uh, at him, not with him, moment yeah. before he became the boss, and then he became the boss, and I was just like, "All right, y'all can y'all can get rid of his character." Yeah, I was like, they really retold the whole Michael Scott story with him, and I was like, this is just poor writing. So it's not even so much that, like, honestly, aesthetically, they wouldn't work together. It was just they didn't, um, like, there was nothing about their conversations in the movie. That may be like, yeah, this sounds like a husband and wife, even a husband and wife going through separation. Like, it wasn't like, oh, we separated and now we super emotional because we're not together. No-. Like, it was nothing. It Damn was just, that. The plot. The plot. It was, that's, the plot was a mess. And that, I mean, you realize later, and I mean, I guess we could do spoilers because ain't nobody, it's out. Nobody gets it. So, uh, <laughs> she, everybody thought she was crazy because she seen them, the neighbors kill somebody and, um, they was like, sis, you a lie. So she thought she was going crazy. And then ter- come to find out the son is a serial killer. And the parents been covering up for the son. Killer or killer? Whatever. He's a serial <laughs> killer. Killer. And, uh, <laughs> I and they've been covering up for him. It was a, like the whole, the movie was so weird. And I was like, I cannot finish this. I had to actually go look. And see what the end like. What happened in the end? Because I was just like, I can't do it. I, and I'm sure they paid these nice people good money to make this movie. <laughs> you were. What's, your, what's number one? Fast Nine. You knew damn well what my last one was. Stop playing. Um, it was that bad. Because listen, <laughs> we went to see this in a movie theater, and when I tell you we laughed, we wasn't supposed to laugh, but we laughed at the the sheer ridiculousness of this movie. I know he's going to go into it about how the movie, I mean, the, the writing was bad and it don't seem like the other fast movies, which I can agree. It seems disconnected from the other ones. And it's like, at this point, I feel like they know that there's no way anybody could take be taking these series. So we're just, we're going to do whatever. I, it's got to be. Because the stuff that they was doing in this movie, I was just like, all right, so Tyrese died, but he ain't died. Okay. <laughs> like we didn't flip they didn't flip 511 cars and ain't nobody got a scratch a bruise a nothing like we were watching uh i know we're gonna talk about black widow later mm-hmm. but at least in the one scene in black widow where they were supposed to be hurt one of them was at least hurt okay i was like i'll give the movie credit for that ain't nobody get beat up banged up dinged up nothing not even a headache concussion anything in uh, I'm not gonna say Black Widow and Fast Nine, and then at one point, Vin Diesel just turned into Bane. Like I'm just, I can't. Do it, okay? <laughs> I hate it. I hate everything about it. <laughs> it makes me so upset. <laughs> I gotta it find a just, way. Someone gotta be free this week. I need this. Someone gotta be free this week to go see it. <laughs> like go watch it in a the movie theater so you can have a good time. Like it's it's a mess. 
if you go in there with the intention of not taking it seriously, you'll probably enjoy yourself because you're going to laugh. Right. Just at the utter fuckery of it all. <laughs> I got to say that's it. my list. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. The two movies I thought of off the head, because I didn't even want to think about the bad things that happened in uh, 2021 so far. So, one of them, Godzilla vs. Kong, I just did not like that movie. I was very disappointed, but I kind of expected it going in, uh, coming from uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, or is that what it was called? I think. I don't know. I kind of expected that, but I was hoping, I was like, well, look, King Kong is in this. King Kong uh, School Island was great. Hopefully, this movie will, you know, at least be put together. And it wasn't. I, I absolutely did not. I did not like this movie. It just. It, it, did you like the movie or did you like David Tyree Henry? Oh no! I, oh, I definitely didn't like him. But he did. He wasn't in the movie enough for me to dislike him. Like okay. fully. Do you just not like him in general, or? No, I really like him. I, that's why oh. I'm curious on why you singled him out. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why you singled like Brian Tyree Henry out. Okay, yeah, um, but yeah, other and that um, the second one is Mortal Kombat. I was expecting bad. I was expecting bad. What I got was worse. It it, it was just like, bro, you. And the thing, it's usually WB movies. It's like, all you got to do is literally copy and paste what y'all did with the animated film, and you'll be good. And they just didn't do that. I hate the teeny-weeny jack arms. It was just like, what? what is going on with this? It was a, This movie was a mess. This is another movie my cousin said it was incredible. And I'm like, bro, your standards are so low bro, right now. <laughs> like, your standards are so low for movies. It doesn't make sense. You just complain about everything. Because this is just bad. It has a reason. We got reasons to complain about this. These movies aren't that good. But, yeah. It, it was The only good scene in that movie was the beginning fight. And still, it just felt too clunky. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are my two. I, I didn't even want to. I'm already getting hot. We see. <laughs> Calm down. You want you get you want to get your pressure up. I, I got the air conditioner on full blast, and I'm still hot. All right. So here go my top ten worst 2021 so far with the honorable mention. Uh, my honorable mention is Mortal Kombat because honorable of, mention. It's because I can't put it fully on my worst. And I don't think it's even gonna make my worst of 2021. But as a Mortal Kombat junkie, fan, however you want to call me, I had major issues with this movie. Mm-hmm. Major issues with this movie. And I and, uh, I know a lot of fans like it. To me, they force like it. Because it's like, <laughs> he, y'all just want to say something because we got the Mortal Kombat movie. I'm like, no. We got the second one uh, coming out uh, literally in a couple weeks. Uh, um, the animated one. The animated one is a sequel, which I already, in my heart, knows going to be better than the better. So at the end, of the, at the end, I'm definitely going to uh, plan on put that at my best. Now let's go on to my top ten. Okay, the, the woman. This is in no particular order. Uh-huh. The woman in because I don't think you should put uh, in order when it comes to words. Uh, the woman in the window. Like I said, it, it was it was it was badly written. It, it was trying to be a good idea on on you know on paper. And it, it just failed. It didn't deliver. It didn't deliver. The, the Tomorrow War. So, 
I didn't I, watch your full review for that, so I'm very curious on. I didn't think this was bad. Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War reminded me of The Purge. Okay. The first movie. Great concept, great idea, and when me and you was watching it, they was explaining it. Yeah, they literally answered every single question that we had. And then something happened. Oh, God. Amazon happened. Oh, God. And I was like, you know, this was good on paper, but y'all do not execute the good ideas right. And and, and they already said, well, t- the, the Tomorrow War 2 is in the works. I'm like, well, please be like Purge Anarchy when they were actually did what it was supposed to be opposed to this. So I'm curious to see if they gonna go go ahead with, with a second one. How it's gonna be, but I did not I did not really feel uh, that this this was not that great to me. It's sad Fast that they, it's more huh? it's more sad that they're saying there's a Tomorrow World too. It's like did they not win the war? <laughs> like dang, <laughs> like my okay. I think I think me personally they should probably use different characters. Yeah, or what? Yeah. What if it was the same event, just different characters? You think it would be better like that? I think if it wasn't Amazon. Okay. Uh, Fast 9. And I put Fast 9 on here. Now, everything that my wife said, you know, is true. But that's expected because you were watching the Fast movie. My, my issue is the motive behind the movie. The writing <laughs> behind the movie. Oh, I also forgot to say Juan Cena. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So just, no. Mm-mm. The motive was just, it's like, this is a I'm running out of ideas movie. And what do movies always do when there is a series and it's been so long? What do they always do? They bring out the brother. Because they got nothing else to talk about. They jump the shirt. Every time a, a movie series has gone for too much or there's that one more extra sequel, they got to bring out the brother. And you're like, everybody got a brother that they got to do something stupid? Or introduce a cousin or something. Exactly. Or got to be a family member that uh, does something like, you know, say, hey, look, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Shao Kahn's my brother. Rush Hour 3, that's my brother. Here we go with this. That's my brother. I'm like, oh, my God. Uncharted 4, that did come out of nowhere. (laughs) What'd you say? Uncharted 4, that did come out of nowhere. His brother. Like, what is it? (laughs) It's, that's what, the brother trope is when you have run out of ideas. And they have. Thunder Force. <laughs> you knew Melissa McCarthy was going to be in the show was going to be bad because Melissa McCarthy movie. I felt there are the, some people who really don't feel that way, and I, I, I'm finding I, this out recently. Like folks really go hard with Melissa McCarthy. I'm sorry, and they keep going hard right into the trash where that movie's going because <laughs> her and Octavia Spencer is fine, and I was just like, it, it's it's a, if, if it's a movie, it's a roasting movie at best. There's nothing great about Thunder Force. It, it wasn't again. It, it tried to do a decent concept, but I'm just like, at the beginning, I'm like, this is turning into a Melissa. Yep, there it is. I, it, I didn't even have to say. I was like, it's a Melissa McCarthy movie. It ain't Tammy. I still hate Tammy. It's like, it's a, the thing burns off the face of the earth. <laughs> but Thunder Force, it's like if y'all all came over, like, hey, you want to roast something real good? Or if I want to roast something with my wife, let's put on Thunder Force. Uh, United States versus Billy Holiday. I'm disappointed that you know biopics like that, especially when uh, it the buzz for the movie was very dead, mm-hmm. and the promotion for the movie was very dead, and it just came out nobody even know, knew about it. I wonder and, if people saw advanced screens of it and knew it was it was hot, Taka, and was just like, never mind. <laughs> it's, a possi- it's, it's 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 a possibility. 
Um, but however, I felt as though that yeah, Lee Daniels, this is not it's not precious. This is not a masterpiece. A- Adrian Day does deserve better. She did a great job in the movie, and I want her to get all the praise for the movie, and she deserves it all. Nobody else deserves anything else for that movie. And I, I can't say nobody else. It, I feel like there are some characters in this movie that are redeemable, but what can you do with what you're... You can only work with what you're given. Exactly. Like, I liked Trevante Rhodes, like the, the FBI agent who, mm-hmm. like, flipped... I liked him in the movie, but it was just like, eh. eh. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I get you. I get you. I get But it's still gonna make the worst this time. Right. Um... <laughs> Cherry with Tom Holland who tried to be oh, serious. Oh, yeah. And I, and, and I was just like, this ain't the war movie. Because I like war movies. Uh-huh. And this would be a war movie with, 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 with a guy who was young, based on a true story uh, suffering from PTSD. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, Tom, I like Tom Holland. And then Tom Holland started becoming the virtual line stuff. Where <laughs> it's just like, he's stepping over these lines to the point I'm like, you probably should have been in this movie. <laughs> you, you gotta stay in the Tom Holland realm. Like, if they was they doing, hey, you wanna do Percy Jackson? I'm like, go ahead, Tom Holland. But well, see, he but probably don't wanna be typecast. I got you. But it's that, it's just, he is almost suffering from the Matthew Botterism. <laughs> where, <laughs> where he got this little dumb look on his face where he's act, trying to act serious. And I'm just like, Gotta remove this. Where his, his <laughs> lips become like, like they just completely disappear. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where your lips go, sir? <laughs> and, and so, but uh, it wasn't one of his best. Tom and Jerry. So I watched Tom and Jerry. I was like, okay, maybe it'll just be, you know, let, let's see how it can be, right? I'm just shaking my head. And I was just like, damn, me and. Usually when my son sees something with me, he'd be like, that was good, daddy. I'm like, yeah, he didn't say nothing after that. And I was just like, God, what, what happened to Tom and Jerry? And I said, once again, it t- takes too much to focus on the human characters. Ah, uh, come our, on. Our background, our background characters in their own movie. And, you know, you have this high-def animation surrounded by, you know, it's kind of the, the whole Roger, uh, who, shot, who framed Roger Rabbit kind of uh, ordeal. Uh-huh. And you also don't have the um the racist mammy troll. <laughs> that too. <laughs> to rescue. Uh, and you know, it, it's 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 already hard oh to, to make a motion picture about Tom and Jerry where you deal with two mutes. Right. Yeah. Tom don't talk, Jerry don't talk. It's all about it's all about slapstick with them. And after a while it gets old. So Tom and Jerry didn't make it for me. Uh Malcolm and Marie. So I put this on my worst list because uh Zendaya, I thought, did a great job, you know, you know, showing her be range. older, her range, yeah. And John David Washington is just doing John David Washington stuff. I'm like, I, I gotta see something more because I, I, I still see Tenant yet, but uh-huh. I'm like, but maybe I'm, I'm typecasting them. But uh, and I was like, you know, I hate avoidable situations because I'm like, this thing is really just. I understand the whole COVID movie and the black and white theme, and the way the movie was supposed to be laid out, but. The more we went on, the more I'm start. He's or he's really getting on my you nerves. You really hated him, right? Yeah. You, you yes. Why I said what I said. But that's why I didn't put it in my best. On I mean, my head. I, I, so I was like, this, this is, this is really, um, verbal abuse. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is, this oh, is yeah. Really, yeah. 
I, 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 I can't deal with that. And this was, oh, I can't say what I want to say. My worst movie, which if I see anything worse, will knock out my number one spot. But I guarantee you, probably by December of 2021 or January 2022, when we do our 2021 list, my worst movie this year, this year so far is The Little Things. Oh Jesus! With Dids, oh, I can't. I Are you more so disappointed, or was that movie just really that bad? It was bad. It was bad. It was disappointing. The it was heartbreaking. Are not having a good showing. No, no, they're not. <laughs> this is okay because w- 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 you have three powerhouse Academy Award-winning actors in this movie: Denzel, Romney Malik, and Jared Leto. How do you? So then you sit there thinking, like, how do you fuck up? So then you take those three Academy Award-winning actors and you do this today's version of Seven. Which was the movie with with uh, Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt, right? And instead of that's, just that's doing it, box, yeah. Oh, and uh, Kevin Spacey was in that movie too. Yeah. And instead of just doing the movie, you did the movie wrong to the point where you're building up to nothing. And I'm like, where's this going? Because, I, I wish I could see because you gotta understand how this movie because like this movie is stressful. This movie takes you on a ride. This it, this is how I felt with Star Wars. <laughs> like I'm gonna say this right now, I don't care if it gets mad. This is like Q Flow driving me to the store. He's driving me every which way. I'm like, yo, man, we'll be going, we'll be going, man. Don't know how to suspense and we pull up an act. That's how you know what's the, the funny thing. The funny thing about that, we I was just talking to him about like how he just goes out of the way. I was like, bro, you could just turn left. <laughs> You're like right at my house. <laughs> we were just talking about he gonna feel I'm away. You, we in the Camaro flow and he got the air blast, he got the music hitting. And we sit there driving, and then he's building this anticipation, and we pull into like Wawa. I'm like, this the one like, court from my house. No, he's like, yo, I got a decent restaurant we could go to. Pull up the Arby's. Yes, and it's, <laughs> that's what the little things was. You go on this ride, and you're sitting there thinking, like, did he do it? Did he not do it? Who's this? What's this? Why? And then there was some freakish stuff that was going on in the little things, and I'm just like, are they gonna play on this? Oh, wait a minute, they definitely come back to this. And I'm like, and on top of that. After it just plays out the way it plays out, I'm like, Denzel was in this. <laughs> <laughs> Romney Malik was in this. Jared Leto was in this. You know a movie got to be so bad for your second thought to be these actors were in it. Yes, and so it's all it's all it's all the above. I'm disappointed. I'm upset. And it just was not bamboozled. Run amok. All of it. It it was just not. It was just not a good movie. And I was. And what we I've seen this before, many times done better. I e seven. And if you're gonna start like a seven movie, then do seven. I mean, people just be redoing movies under different names all the time. But, it happens all the and, time. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, so what is this little things that Denzel keep, you know, put, putting the Easter eggs on? And I'm just like, this guy not even hiding the fact of what his secret is. 
I didn't see it. What happened? Who did it? Okay, so this whole movie. I didn't hear anything great about it. it made me not want to go watch it. So quick, this whole movie is about this cop who is trying to solve this, you know, the serial killer because uh, they spent the serial killer is Jared Leto who goes and kills these prostitutes, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this one prostitute that uh, that died, and it, it, it's the same. He, she dies the same kind of way that Denzel uh, was investigating years earlier. Okay. So he's trying to figure out who's doing this cop, but he's at retirement age because he has stressed himself out so much on the job. They said, bro, we need you to retire. So this new cop, Romney Mallet, comes in there, and he wants to take on the case. But Denzel is so much like, you got to let me be on board. I'm saying, I've been following this motherfucker for so long. Let me figure out who this thing is. That's okay. another trope that we see in so many cops. So, yeah. all right, we're starting off kind of fine. But then, as the movie is progressing, Denzel is getting into Romney Malik's head about how it's about the little things that you're going to that you got to pick up or miss when you're in these kind of investigations showing that uh he's more mad at himself because he killed one of the prostitutes back in the day during one of his cases by accident so he's living with guilt so it's so living with guilt now he wants to make sure he can find the guy and put his guilt on something else that's where we come with jared little jared little is infatuated with mutilated crime he's a weirdo that that sounds he's like playing... jared little in real life exactly he he's doing the stuff in, in real life so he is leading them on a wild goose chase okay. and then as he's leading them on the, 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 this wild goose chase you're wondering okay did he kill the girl did he not kill the girl but wait a minute did denzel kill this girl really he tried to place he tried to put the blame on jared little and Ronnie Mock is stuck in the middle of this whole thing. Right. So then we get to kind of like, uh, we get to the end where Jerry Little tells, he, he tried to show them where he quotations hit the body at, but then uh, he kind of makes Ronnie Malik kill him. So then Denzel hides, uh, comes, they dig a hole in the desert to bury Jer- Jared Leto. He goes back to his apartment and covers up that Romney Malik even did the whole thing and like puts all his stuff in trash bags, stuff like that to go out and burn it and things like that and uh, then Romney Malik is living in his house going through the same kind of PTSD and stress that you know, we killed this guy, we don't even know if we caught the killer, they killed his prostitute and they Denzel sends him to know what's all about the little things and I'm like, where's this going? So we just, we never got to the... We don't know who killed this woman. We never got woman. to the end of the real plot. We never, we never know who killed this woman, but now I guess this is, is, is over his grief. How? You, you know what this sounds like? <laughs> this sounds like one of them, like, like, this, like, someone has been in the streets for all their life, and then they just start selling Forex, and they think they're awakened all of a sudden. That's what oh this God. plot sounds like. <laughs> it's like, yo, and this I'll- is really smart. Y'all just don't understand it. You gotta be a certain That's intelligence exactly level. This, this gonna be somebody's practical business to talk about something. He ain't get it. You don't he understand what's happening here, my brother. Like, bro, you ain't get it. I'm like, yeah, I got it. It goes in the worst list. So, there's my list of the worst of 2021, and I think the best. So, we, we, we oh, did the man. movies. If y'all want to go and check it out for your own stuff, because once again, it's my opinion. Okay. You know, 
Swag Boy is a big fan of Denzel. He may want to talk about something. I ain't seen none of the stuff you were saying. It's a possibility. Why did he turn into um, <laughs> Bowlegged Lou from from House Party just now? <laughs> or you could watch it and be like, oh, I didn't think it was that bad. But for me, the little things. I didn't hear not a single person say a good thing about that movie. <laughs> it's, so. it's not good. Yeah, even Q-Flow. <laughs> He He's said, "I knew this." He said, "I knew this movie was bad when Denzel didn't guarantee anything." <laughs> oh, that's right. He did see the movie too. He was like, "Yeah, man, that joke was bad." Bad. I, I'm disappointed. I, I'm sorry to hear. But um, yeah, I guess I'll go into my video games. I'll uh, make it quick because we are an hour in and we haven't started talking about Black Widow. But um, oh, yes, uh, my midterns for video games. Um, I do have a couple of uh, honorable mentions. Destruction All-Stars, honorable mention, is a uh, card battle arena type of game. Uh, the only reason it's not in my top five is because no one plays online. So it's like I can't get in the yeah. match. <laughs> That's the only reason why. Um, Pac-Man 99. It's a battle royale version of Pac-Man, which is works Whoa. very well. It came out. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it's uh, free on the Switch, I think. It works Ooh. very well. I was very surprised at how fun this game is. But I, I, I wait I wait until my Creed fighting game comes out this year. Oh, my Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, I think this is five. So, yeah. I'll st- I, uh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, I have a question. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you finish, but I got a question for Mr. A&E when you're done. Oh, oh, when I'm done. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm uh, no, it's all cool. Um... And I kind of want to add this, but it's not really a new game. It's Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, where they added the DLC for uh, Yuffie, which is eight hours long, but it was still phenomenal. They fixed a lot of issues that the original one had. They made the combat a lot more fun. It was a lot more fun. It was a lot more polished. So I was very shocked about that. Uh, but yes, now... Number five, It Takes Two. It Takes Two is a two-player game. You have to play split-screen, uh, or you could play uh, online, but it requires two players, and it's about two um, a married couple trying to work on their relationship. It's really fun, especially if you have great chemistry with the person you're playing with. If you guys seen the uh, videos on Level Up, uh, me and my friend Jackie played it, and we had a blast. Uh, hopefully, I could get more because I hate editing these things. We, we just... It's just like, man. They were good videos, though. Yes, thank you. Um, but yeah, It Takes Two is a blast to play. Um, next, Resident Evil Village. This was a great game. However, I did like Seven a lot better. I feel like this game should have focused a lot more on horror than it did on action. But I can't fault it for why it did it. Because wherever the story is going, I hope they don't just completely Capcom it. But it looks like they're just going to Capcom it. But, uh, yes, the story was great. It had one of the most horrifying levels I ever played in a video game ever, which was a dollhouse, and I, it, it was creepy. It was so creepy. Uh, next. Oh, sorry. But you had an 18-foot vampire. Oh, no, that wasn't horrifying. That was lovely. I was I wanted her to chase me. So, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> there's a lot of memes online. She pretty much was the selling point of that game. Uh, gotcha. n- next, Little Nightmares 2. This was a game I I played the first one a while back. Uh, I have the walkthrough coming up on the channel very soon. But this one was interesting. I really like platformers, and 
this also had the horror aesthetic to it. But it not only elevated what the first one was great at, but it added to it, adding uh, combat, adding uh, a little bit of powers to it. And I, I would say the ending was utterly confusing, extremely confusing, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, next, Knockout City. Now, Knockout City is a dodgeball free for, well, not free for all, but a uh, three on three dodgeball game. As you guys know, I love dodgeball as a sport. So when they said uh, they're coming out with a game, I was all in it. Not only is this game fun, but it's not the EA fun. It's like it's actually fun, not like the suits in EA. Well, I think this will be fun because EA is just God. But this game is really fun, and I have a blast playing it. If there was an eSports league, I would honestly like try to be in it. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy the combat in this. I really enjoy the movement in this. It's it's absolutely fun. It's absolutely fun. Uh, and then number one for my video games of this year so far is Hitman 3. Hitman 3 pretty much takes it. It really takes everything it um, learned from the first two games and just make like a... How can I put this? It... It felt like a complete compilation of everything that they made and everything that they learned. It was absolutely fun. And I know the IOI Studios or IO Interactive, that's what it's called. They're working on a James Bond game. If this is going to be anything like this, it's going to be a blast. And I really like immersive sim games. Uh, Pretty much immersive sims are games where you can literally do anything to get a certain outcome. Um... So it's not linear, pretty much. You can literally do whatever you want to get to, to wait to where you want to go. And this this put the icing on the cake. I really like this game. The only thing I'll say, I wish there was more levels, and I wish the season pass wasn't no thirty four dollars because that that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous, and especially for the content that they offer. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. But again, yeah, this game is great. This game is phenomenal. So far, this is the best game of the year so far. Uh, there is other games I want to play. I haven't played Returnal yet, where I've been hearing great things about. I think Maximilian Deuce said this that's his game of the year so far. I want to play uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Because that yes, game is $70. I, I can't risk it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't risk it right now. Um, but yeah, I really want to play that because I, I've been looking at that trailer and looking at the power of the PS5, I'm sure it's like, oh yeah, Ratchet and Clank always takes full advantage of the Sony systems. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. Um, and I think that's the only game, other games that came out so far this year. So, so I just want to know, are we going to play the whole pre-boxing game would have come out. Oh, my God. I, why? What you mean, why? Okay, first of all, I got to look at this pre-boxing game because I don't even recall. <laughs> the only one <laughs> I know a, of is a VR. I, I reacted to the trailer. It, it's it's like a, it's a... It's all Rocky characters in a, in a boxing fighting game. It's not like fighting Night with actual boxing or UFC. It's like an arcade-style fighting game. Who asked for this? <laughs> Who's who, apparently? Who one day said, "Hey yo, we need a." You know what? I'll hashtag give it a chance. I will hashtag give it a chance. But yeah, that, I, hope so because, I, I hope so because it's gonna be on the Switch. Oh God, I'm not buying it for the Switch. Is it just for the Switch? No, but after okay. you see, after you, after you see it, you understand why you're about to get it for the Switch. Okay, 
All right. <laughs> it looks that bad? <laughs> it don't look that bad. It looks pretty fun. Look, like I said, if I am able to get a, a game where it's going to look better on a completely different system, and I'm not paying much more for it, I will get it there. What you want to ask me, baby girl? I just kind of want to trigger a rant, but I just want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know where was without remorse? That's on my list. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Oh, did yeah. I, did, did I skip it? Look, <laughs> it's on my list. It's on. Oh, I missed that. It was that bad. Because oh I knew. I was like, he ain't saying it. So he gonna be like, I can't believe I forgot that because I knew he was gonna go off. Shit, I'm sorry. That was a great Look segue. <laughs> that was a great segue from Creed to uh, more because, Michael B. Jordan. You know I'm so sorry about that because you know what? If you didn't make me mind because I thought the little things was worse because that, that without remorse is bad. And I, that's how I was I like, I feel a way they even use Nipsey in the trailer. And I was Take like, it back. I said, hold on, hold on. Because this is making me rethink all Amazon movies that come out after this. <laughs> because without remorse is just, there's nothing good I got to say about it other than, because I actually don't have the most power Michael B. Jordan like anybody else do. Uh -huh. But then it's like everything people what be saying. Mean? Everything I've been seeing about what people, people be saying about this movie, or about Michael B. Jordan, I see it in this movie. <laughs> okay, finally. And, and I'm like, oh, like, and the Laura London is worthless and i'm just like you know what you know shout out to dip i'm just glad it just had to be her like return to acting exactly oh how did i forget about without remorse oh my god that movie was bad i watched that piss i was sitting there building my my dressers and i was sitting there stabbing myself i was like what the fuck this makes no sense okay the movie was that bad <laughs> yo without remorse made me and because i asked the same day i watched the missions of the machines and i was up there hammering and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning watching this movie. Because I, I was building my dresser. It took me to about 4 or something in the morning. I came downstairs. My mom was out there. She's like, are you all right? I said, I'm sorry for the banging uh, of this hammer up there. But I watched this movie. It's pissing me off. And <laughs> it's not it, It's not good. And I, I, I bled out the aggression because I shouldn't be hammering to 2 o'clock in the morning. But I was, now, you know, my wife said through all that. But I was just like, I was like, oh, oh that don't movie. worry. I got the rant the next morning. He woke him up. You wouldn't believe this. <laughs> I said they were promoting this movie like this one was going to be the was going to be the. It's Tom Clancy. There's a Tom Clancy movie. Now, I'm like, now it had one cool scene in that movie. And that was it. And, and the then, one you seen in the trailer, you mean? The one I seen in the trailer, and even when that when that scene is fleshed out, I'm just like, oh, I thought it was gonna be more badass than that. And it ain't. Now, would you watch uh, John Krasinski's uh, Tom Clancy series? I wouldn't want to, but I'll, I'll probably give it a chance. Give it a chance, because that's on Amazon as well. I need y'all. You know, I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge y'all. No. I want y'all to watch one bad. I'll either want y'all to watch without remorse or the little things. I watch the little things. I watch the little things. <laughs> <laughs> Heard even worse things about uh, without remorse than I did for little things. I'm gonna try to watch one of them, and y'all gotta get back to me. It, is the acting in no in uh, little things good at least? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's them. Okay, just just, just making sure. Just making sure. If it, it, if the acting the is good, acting, then I'll tolerate the, the, it. The, the acting is great because Denzel, no matter what you give him, or Ronnie Malcolm, or even Jared Little, no matter what you give him, they're going to give it all to that role. Okay. It may be a shit role, but Denzel going to be Denzel. Ronnie Malcolm will be Ronnie Malcolm. And, and Jared, Jared Little, Little is going to mess it up. Exactly. He, he's going to... He, he, he is the creep. I'm just like he. I don't think he even know the cameras on. But uh, Remy and Alex, my eyes could see in my future. <laughs> he be yeah. So he open them wide. Oh man, I am so upset. I forgot about that. Movie. And to think, there's two of his face. Hold on, did that James Bond movie come out? Which one? The one with Rami Malek. Yeah, was that last year too? It had Batista in it too, right? They had Batista in that? And James Bond? I don't think that's what he's talking about. You know what? I don't know. I, I got to go back and look. Cause only only gentleman movie I know coming out right now is The King's Man, which I do not want to see. Yeah, I forgot all about that. I was like, dog. <laughs> so, I was done yeah. after the second. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I guess we'll hop into Black Widow. Black Widow, if you guys have not seen the um, movie experience for that, make sure you go check it out on the Nerd Coalition Studios channel. Um, and, matter of fact, let's give a quick synopsis of what we thought. Uh, I think we pretty much said all we can. Well, Mr. Ayane said all we can. I'm going to start with you, though, since your review is out. How did you feel about the movie? Just a short synopsis and your rating. Um, well, I'm going to say it this way. Uh, Black Widow, to me, was after watching the movie and then I do I am going to check it out again because y'all know how I am with movies yeah but I, 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 I just get into the movies but uh, Black Widow is one of those movies where I was just like here's your here's your Black Widow movie you've been asking for it for so long take it that's how I felt about it and I felt as though that she did she didn't deserve that Despite what you may, how people may feel about Scarlett Johansson, whatever the case may be, I felt as though that this movie was really a slap in the face of the character of Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I can see because that. one, it's late, mm-hmm. and two, because uh, this this is a phase two movie at best, right? Maybe even a phase three. And after how they handle her, the Red Room, her family, and Taskmaster. Just to say the least, I felt as though that it was more so a slap of face. It has the Marvel formula. It has the the whole Marvel um, thing about it, where it's just like, okay, well, uh, it's just, it's going to be a watchable movie. It's not going to be not talk about watching the movie. But I felt as though that Black Widow took a back seat in her own movie, mm-hmm. and she shouldn't have. So do you want my rating? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, hashtag yeah. give it a chance. Gotcha. Um, Lady Sketch? She dead already. A C. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Uh, but yes, I agree with you. It is kind of a slap in the face. The best way I could see it is like, you guys remember, um, I think it was an award show where Rihanna wanted to throw money off the stage, but in the backstage, they were telling her not to throw money. And then she just threw the money at the guy's face and walked out on stage. That's how I feel like Marvel reacted to us asking for a Black Widow movie. It was like, all right, here. And it was like, dog, you, you just gave us what scraps you had left. 
I say this again. This felt like a poor man's Winter Soldier, and I, I just, I, there was things, so much potential in this movie, and it just did not. I feel like it could have been so much better. Taskmaster. Me personally, I think if you had put all, if they had put all their resources, their eggs in the basket, and their support behind Black Widow instead of Captain Marvel, it would have been a different story. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not I have to agree because I didn't even want a Black Widow movie, and I feel like that would have made more sense. Right. Exactly. It, it. It. I'm just. I was disappointed. I was disappointed in it. Uh. But yeah, I, I'll give it the same hashtag. Give it a chance. It's like I, I don't even want you to give it a chance, but it's it's definitely not a run me my refund. Like I, it's stuff I enjoyed in it. But uh, yeah. Let's get into spoilers about it. Where can we start? Well, <laughs> I, I honestly, I think we can start. Well, we have we have Scarlett Johansson. Uh, I think Scarlett Johansson did a great job. She owns that Black Widow role. Yeah. yeah. And, and I I enjoyed that she still brings to. She has respect for the character. She brings a lot of things to the character, which I like about it. And. Uh, is it is it is great to see her back in, in that role. However, I felt as though that, you know, that if you're watching the movie at first, and you're sitting there asking yourself, so what's the motive? What's the reason? Right. And why now? That's the stuff I ask myself about when I watch the movie. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, why? Are we going after the red room now? Right. Then it's, the question is: You're on the run, so why make yourself more known going after the red room now? Mm-hmm. See, once again, that all falls into let's just give her a movie, right? Mm-hmm. And opposed to you know, we, we could have got I, this could have been a face to movie. This could have been you had the introduction in Iron Man two. You give her a Black Widow movie, then she comes in uh, at, at, at Winter Soldier, in the Winter Soldier movie. Right. So I did that. I did, to me, that's one of her best movies. But see, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Listening. Go I ahead. don't want to. Is this an open discussion? Or you yeah, just it's an open discussion. Open okay. Discussion, open discussion. So why not just put this in the timeline where it actually happened? He did. No, it's no, like well, like the Civil War. I think the, what she means. Movie when it yeah, I think that's what she meant. Like, okay. why it feels like we we're stepping backwards. Do you th- feel like we would appreciate it more if it came out that at that point? I think so. I, me personally, I think it would have been. It probably would have been better received. It would if they made the same exact movie and just placed it somewhere after Civil War people still probably would have a problem with the way the movie was done. Because I have to say, this was the Yelena and Natasha and the Natasha and Yelena show. Like, bruh, is it Black Widow's movie or no? So it was just like, it's, the movie itself, I can't say was like great for Black Widow. Uh But I think that it would have made more sense like this is not how you close or begin like how you close a phase or begin another phase with a character who has already dead who this movie took place how many movies ago like I, i'm it just does it didn't make sense to me right i, I forgot what i was gonna say 
I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, I had it and it, it, it lost as I was saying it. Um, oh, no, no. I feel like the fact that we know she's dead made me care about this movie less. Facts. It's like, but it's like, I don't want to get attached. Like, I can't get attached because she's gone. That's mm-hmm. also the problem I had. But overall, Scarlett Johansson was great. Now, uh, I guess we get into the... Oh, I also feel like this movie kind of contradicts what her motive was in Endgame. How uh, she had a relationship with the Avengers and she called them her family. But we also see that she had a connection with this, even though this wasn't her family. This is the closest thing she had to it. You know, first of all, before Black Widow even came out, I've always made the same point. And I know it, I was saying it in a joking manner, but I'm dead serious. I do not understand what the fuck she was crying for in the endgame. <laughs> but I, I, I really, the family that she grew, that we have seen her from the Avengers, mm-hmm. is all there. Unless you're maybe talking about Nick Hill and Maria Hill, who she have not shown to keep contact with. I don't understand. Caps did, and I, I know she ain't crying for Falcon. Hawkeye. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Hawkeye's there. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm, I'm like, she's going through this whole depression PTSD thing, and I'm like, maybe it's something more because then, then just the fact that they lost. Mm-hmm. I that's what I thought this Black Widow was going to show me. They could have tackled that. That would have been a great thing to tackle, honestly. I also thought we were going to find out what the hell happened in Budapest with her and Hawkeye. Okay, let me talk about that. The story of Budapest was more interesting than this movie. Everything they were saying about Budapest is something I would rather watch than to hear. I would love to see a Hawkeye and Black Widow movie. If you want to bring Taskmaster in, you could have him, quote unquote, lead this uh, cell. Or, like, he works for S.H.I.E.L.D. and he'll just leading um, Widow and um, Hawkeye in this mission. And after she blows up the building, finding out there's kids in it, Taskmaster's order is like, yo, she went rogue, You, we got to take her out. And then have Taskmaster go after uh, Natasha and Hawkeye. I would have liked that movie a lot more than what we got. And then also, you know, everything that made the character... Of Black Widow more mysterious, mm-hmm. or what she like doing her past a lot of that red her ledger, right? Is gone now. I that's another thing. I I'm okay with her having red her ledger and she's trying to wipe it out, but but it's gone. I, I feel like certain things you sh- you can't wipe out. She can't get but that blood off her hands, and I feel like this well, was an easy cop out to get that blood off her hands. Well, but here's the thing though: what blood? Well, yeah, true. Now that we got that reveal with Taskmaster. Uh, I, I, I about say, so what blood is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, when I thought that when, when, when his son, spoilers, when she blew up that uh, kid, you know, that, that, that little girl, uh-huh. I was like, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't come back from that. It's yeah. kind of like in Suicide Squad with Harley Quinn, you know, when Diablo killed this kid, she's like, nah, you own that shit. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm thinking it is. And then it comes back. I'm just like, well, did we get that reveal? Well, I don't know. We'll talk about that character in a whole separate thing yeah. later. But uh, I was like, so where's the red now? She's still a trained killer. Right. It's like Bucky. He ain't brainwashed no more. He out here uh, living it up in but Wakanda Bucky, with a new but he owns but up, he owns up to it. Like, he but knows it, 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 But see, Bucky was handled better. Mm-hmm. 
But Dave made me go through the... I never hated Black Widow. There was really no reason for me to hate her. Other than she was just a kick-ass spy. I liked it better than Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye's just boring. I, I hate it. I saying, Hawkeye's just boring. I mean, if this, if this was like Hawkeye in the tag movie, sure. But this is, you know, this is boring <laughs> Hawkeye. He's <laughs> definitely a better Hawkeye in tag than he is <laughs> in, the, in the whole MCU. If, if, you, if y'all haven't seen tag, go check out tag. But, I haven't uh, seen uh, that. You ever see tag? No. With Jerry, yo, that's just a hilarious movie. I think you would like it. Uh, so... <laughs> The issue with that is Bucky has got some things that it's unforgivable. He mm-hmm. killed Tony Stark's parents. She blew up and, a little girl. But, no, she didn't. She still did it, though. I, I, yeah, but, he I'm, just cyborged her. Exi- but that's what I'm saying, but they kind of tried to erase it. Where they made Bucky own it. Okay. That, that's, the, that's, that's the issue I'm having. They made Bucky have to own Howard Stark ain't come back. Definitely didn't. You know what I'm saying? His mom ain't come back. And then they made him say, I was brainwashed, but I remember all them killings. Yeah. And then even in Falcon and Winter Soldier, he still had to go tell that man he killed his son. They had to make him own that and then had to forgive himself and then move on from that. What they all they're doing is that they're just trying to create a situation. And then, you know, delete the situation before we don't ever see Black Widow ever again. And it's kind of pointless. I mean, I feel like they was trying to tie her up in a neat little bow. And it's not really a character I really need to see in a neat little bow. But right. he, but here's the thing. You know, even if you want to tie up a neat little bow, it, explain to me, like, it has to be the way she was. It's like this. Steve was upset mm-hmm. because he's a soldier and he lost. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of arrogant. He admitted, I'm kind of arrogant. And we lost his fight to Thanos. Mm-hmm. And we lost a lot of our friends. She's turning red. She is, look, she, like, her red hair is growing is, is growing back. It's knocking out the blind. Mm-hmm. She's barely eating. She don't want to hear nobody talk about Clint. She's going through the five stages of grief all at once. Why? Well, they lost. I just never seen her acting this way because they lost that bad. I'm just like, I, 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 I mean, I don't... Thanos wiped out half the planet. She was allowed to grieve. Yeah, she is. She's allowed to grieve. But, I was, but the way she was, I was like, there must be something else that she must have lost something else that I, that we not seeing. I think it's like, you know how strong, like she really didn't show any emotions throughout these uh, Marvel films. Yeah. But and you know the strongest people try to bottle in their emotions. Yeah. I guess this was just her just letting it loose. How they always say check when you're strong, friend. Yeah. Yeah. Now personally I feel like you are being a bit too hard on her for uh the whole end game thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, mean, I was like, like she's allowed to grieve. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I-, I could understand it's, especially if your job is to save the world and you lost and it's like, yo, I, I've done this. And she's already had read in her ledger. And she's like, she at this point in time, she wiped it out. And now she feels like she's responsible for the deaths of even more people. Like, bro, imagine that's your job. How does that look on your performance evaluation? Were you just like, <laughs> oh. Well, you killed uh, half the universe. <laughs> you ain't saved um, them. <laughs> you guys couldn't stop them. So that's we're going to have to put you on 
You would have to put you on an, a performance improvement plan. Like, come on. <laughs> 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 like, think about it. I would be pissed too. Because even with the family, think, if you really think about it logically, half the earth is gone. So that means that either um, Yelena, her mama, or Red Guardian is going, one of them is going too. Mm-hmm. At least one of them, maybe two. And folks that she has grown to, um, like they have become her family. There, some of them are also gone as well. So I could see her being upset in Endgame. It just, I don't know. It just felt. That I will say this: the one thing that I really wasn't a fan of the end, the very end scenes, where or scene rather. Where she goes, where Elena goes to visit her. Yeah. I was like, I feel like this was the reason for y'all to shoehorn in Julia Louis Dreyfus because we just saw her in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, I'll, 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 I'll describe you on that one because she yeah. is. I was going to go into that a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the quote unquote family. The, uh, okay. The quote Red, unquote. Uh, Red Guardian, uh, Elena, and I forget what the mom's name is. Uh, What's the me. mama's name again? Um, Melina? Is that her name? I'm not so sure. I feel like it is. Let's do some Googles. <laughs> Let's do some Googles. That's <laughs> yeah, I totally forget the mom's name. But uh, how did you feel about those uh, those well, characters? I love seeing Paige mm-hmm. from uh, Fight with My Family. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, oh, I'm glad she, you know, she gave herself a little Marvel check. Uh, Red Guardian was that. Um, he was that kind of that, that comic relief part uh-huh. of the movie, right? And I, I was like, okay, you know, him reliving the glory days. There was one. There are a couple of things I don't like with Red Guardian because this is not this is not a Red Guardian problem. This is a Marvel problem. Uh huh. Marvel does not let a scene breathe, and I think he had some good, powerful scenes. Uh huh. That I felt as though they had to shoehorn in. A comedy spot, mm-hmm. just so we won't go down. Like it's like you, it's okay to let a scene breathe. It's okay to have an emotional type of scene when it comes to movies. And I, I do feel as though when it came to Red Guardian, there was a lot. There were some scenes where he was uh, trying to get emotional, kind of like uh, when they were trapped in the in, in the in the uh, glass prison, uh-huh. and he, he really felt as though that. Either his his daughter uh, or his wife actually turned on them. Right. He was having a moment. Then the glass of he was like, what, "What's going on?" And then he was like, "Yeah, I decided myself." It turned into a joke. And I was like, "Y'all could gave it a moment before that joke came to, to let the, the thing breathe to the point where he really felt betrayed." Right. But that's not a great guardian problem. That's a Marvel problem because they've been they've been doing this for a while. Ever since they found, you know, uh, I would say ever since like Phase Two when they decided everybody but everybody, including Tony Stark, got to be funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and that that is the, that is one of the one downfalls about the MCU is where that they cannot, you know, let a scene breathe and be serious enough to let the thing breathe. So I I think a, a lot of those sometimes kind of. Uh, I once it took me out of it, but you know, it, it he, he was kind of just like a copy and paste. He's like old Captain America. Mm-hmm. 
there was really nothing special about Ray Garden other than that that was her dad. But it, it was like it was borderline. Do I like I like him because he's comical? Because he he almost was on the level of Spider Man's dad to me. Mm. In the Amazing Spider Man. Oh okay. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, and I was just like, uh, care less <laughs> kind of thing like that. But I was like, okay, yeah, for, for, for what he's in, what he's bringing, I thought it was cool. But it really, it really didn't do anything. He got his ass kicked. It didn't enhance the story or anything. You really didn't see the. You really didn't get the chance to see the enhance of his power other than he's arm wrestling and he's get he's he's jumping to escape an avalanche. But you really don't get to. You really don't get to see him be put to use the right way. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, he was like a comedic punching bag. Right. Yeah. Now, he wasn't really. I did scary. like him, uh, his dynamic in the family, because everyone else they were like really closed in with their emotions, where he was a lot more open, and I thought that was needed uh, for the balance of that family in particular. I liked Red Guardian, but again, this was a I think I would say this is a thing for almost all the characters in the movie. We don't get them enough. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that that was my biggest issue. Um, Elena, amazing. Again, we don't get her enough. The mom, we barely got. Her name is Melina. I did Melina, okay. Yeah, we barely got her. So, it, I think a lot of the family, it just results into not getting them enough, really, at the end of the day. Uh, Lady Sketch, how did you feel? About what? Just anything? Uh, the family. Cool? No, just the family. Oh, the family? Oh, the yeah. family. Okay, um... Um, I concur. Like, I don't really have much else I can really say about it. I feel like if I, like, if I'm somebody who knows nothing about, like, comics and everything, I don't know anything about Red Guardian, but I'm not going, it's not, this does not make me want to go look him up. Right. Doesn't make me want to go find out his backstory. Doesn't make me want to go see, like, if he, like, how much of a badass he might have been. I he looks like a joke in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, literally everything about him is a joke. From the arm wrestling thing, to him not fitting in his costume, to him singing the song, to you, or telling Yelena the useless stories and singing the song, and the dark, everything that happened to him was, like, a punchline in this movie. At least as the Red Guardian. Um, so I'm just like, okay. And then the mom... I didn't know what to make of the mom. Like, I didn't know whether to be like, is she completely a bad guy? Is she like pretending to be good? like? I don't. I didn't know what. That, to, yeah, it was hard to read her. It was. She's very wooden. She was, and it was just like, okay, so the most emotion I got out of you was you training these pigs. I, I, I am confused. So then it's like, all right, well, I'm going to cook this food and we're going to sit here and argue like a family. And then I'm going to tell you that I called the people on you. What? Like, I'm confused. Yeah, that was, it was a weird turn. And then, so, but in the midst of that, y'all did a weird face switch thing. And now you're a good guy it, it was just like okay whatever like I, i'm just like at this point i'm just rolling with it right um so i don't know it was just and I, like i said earlier this was like the relationship with between 
Black Widow and Yelena very much was like the more so the focal point of this movie. Yeah. So it it was it's weird how you were like how you were saying we didn't get a whole lot of Yelena but somehow we did but we didn't. Yeah, it's 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 an odd balance. It's an odd balance. Uh, I guess we could go into Taskmaster. I was Ooh. disappointed. <laughs> Taskmaster yeah. is such a cool villain. And, 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 and unique. Very unique. Yes, really. And I just feel like they really missed the mark. They completely missed the mark. And it's like it's almost as if they didn't really understand who Taskmaster was. That or it got that it got that 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 twenty twenty one laziness. I don't like everything computerized. Yeah, same, same. That, that was the biggest issue. That's the the, the the one thing that a lot happened in a lot of Marvel movies to the point where it's like, you know, I let it slide for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Because the way I felt, now I know you being a Spider-Man fan, whether it be Miles or Ross or Peter Parker. Uh-huh. I know when it comes to Spider-Man fan, but at least when you deal with the Peter Parker Spider-Man, he's a very, very smart right. guy. Yeah, and I, I feel like computerizing things literally takes away the genius because Taskmaster is intelligent. Yes, he's able to single handedly fight the Avengers. Exactly. See, I would have never gotten that as a as a like, I would say half a step above a casual fan at this point who does not know that much about Taskmaster. I would have never gotten that from this movie. Now, do you know Taskmaster's uh like what he does? No, only knew um, after this movie, and you guys like told us what. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I had no idea. He's so smart. He has like a photographic memory where he could like, literally, if he sees a fighting style, he could copy it on the fly. They showed us that briefly with the bri- the fight on the bridge, and then they like confirmed it, um, with her asshole daddy, in the <laughs> in the office scene. But it was just like that wasn't mm, it wasn't trans like. Taskmaster as a villain overall wasn't translated very well. Right, it wasn't. Like, super hit or miss with villains. I, well, see, I, sometimes I think Marvel tries to be innovative. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that they hit it out the park or they completely miss. Uh-huh. And when it comes to when it comes to the character like Taskmaster, I think it's the thing where they completely miss it. That they can just completely swung out, swung out and miss. Yeah, and it's not. And I, I, I want to clarify this right now. I, it's not. I don't have a sexist problem right here because they, they, they changed Taskmaster to a woman. Oh yeah, I, have no I, I don't have a problem with it. My problem was you could change the sex of a character as long as your the core of the character is still the same. I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah like she could have. Y'all could have mentioned like, oh, she was a math genius or something. Right, and I would have been like, great, cool. Like, oh damn! Yeah, it, it could have been thing, but see, here's the thing. Once again, Task they, Taskmaster turned into a red room minion. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's all it was. It like it, it's like he is taking these orders from the guy who created the red room because that's his his, his so called dead daughter. Uh, in that uh, Taskmaster kind of suit, I'm like, I, I should know something was up when he went when he wasn't talking. Right, Taskmaster won't shut the fuck up. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so, and I'm like, okay, well, 
there, there's something a little bit off about this. And, and like I said, it, it didn't. It really didn't get to sh- get to show the full scope of what Taskmaster can do. And it was like, let's just put him in there for the sake of putting him in there. Right. I it I would have preferred if Taskmaster was a agent for Shield. Like the way I would have done it. Uh, had the beginning the same where Thunderbolt Ross is trying to uh, get Natasha. He fails, and he's like, you know what? Screw it. Taskmaster, we know you do anything for any price. We need you to get Natasha and just have a consistent cat and mouse chase throughout the whole movie. That that would I would have enjoyed that a lot better because, especially if, if it was sent by Thunderbolt Ross, it would have made sense Yeah, if, if he was sent by Thunderbolt. Because, first of all, that's if if I was Thunderbolt Ross and these Avengers is on the run, especially somebody like Steve Rogers. Yep. Then you did where I was somebody like Taskmaster after him. Right. But why is it? But like I said, once again, we 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 go back to trying to focus on the Red Room type thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when you made that comment, like this supposed it's like Serpent Society with these these Red Room mm-hmm. women. And honestly, I was like, I do, I don't. I put it this way. I watch a Wonder Woman, right? Uh huh. I get the Amazons. I get the Amazonian women. I can see what they can do. They are uh, take no bullshit. They go, they kick ass, and fuck men. Right? Mm-hmm. Not actually. No, no. <laughs> Not, uh, in, in other words, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, there's no male on the island. I was, they illustrated that to me at the beginning of the Wonder Woman movie. Right. In, in an organic way, even even in the beginning of the second Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman movie, which you could argue was the best part. Yep. So I didn't get that from these women in this Black Widow movie. Right. And and yeah. it wasn't a, it wasn't enough of them. Right. And they were still like if Taskmaster had control of them, it had them like it was just having cat making a Mission Impossible movie. Honestly, that's where I feel like this movie should have been, like, make it a spy movie. It did not feel like a spy movie. It felt like Fast and the Furious. Uh-huh. And I was just like, you you guys literally missed the mark on this. And it was it was so disappointing. And I was excited for this be- uh, strictly because of how well they did Winter Soldier. That was yeah. also my uh, problem. Because I'm like, wow, you guys really took a superhero movie and made it. Marvel sometimes reminds me of WWE mm-hmm. where they don't want to be the first to, to, to do something that's, that's changing in the diversity category or something or, or something that's going to, you know, cause headaches, I guess they say, or cause a lot of people to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But they damn sure want to be the ones to capitalize they cash on, in on it. Yeah. Cash in on it. Yeah. And I can tell it's like this movie was made only because Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel was made. Yeah. And that's a... See, where people don't understand, DC took so many chances on... Or, or different things to see if it'll work if, if it would and I'm talking about going back to the days of Smallville <laughs> where, where, where they made Pete Rose a black guy yeah yeah DC has gone to that sometimes it changes to be like too drastic like you know this whole black Superman thing going on right and, and I'm just like I said just doing the Calvin Ellis story but anyway uh, they, they they are trying to take risks even if you look at Zack Snyder's Justice League and how 
uh, he had a lot of the color people in the forefront. I think, you know, it, that was an organic way to just illustrate the different kinds of diversity you can have in a movie. I didn't get, I don't get that from this. Right. And I, I, I got, the, what I get is I changed it just to change it. Right. Well, I did it just to do it because it'll be cool to have a woman do this or be, you know, be so much diversity if I did it like that. It didn't feel or it didn't feel organic. Right. And that, that, that's one of the problems that I was like, when it came to, you know, the, the Amazons and Wonder Woman, and she is just a badass warrior. Right. Who is, who in Diana's case, is naive. Steve Trevor comes in there and tries to show her what the real world is about, but she ain't trying to hear that. She's trying to she trying to get to the war and she's trying to win this war because she that's just what her nature is. Right. It, it just so happens she's a woman. Right. Everything felt natural and organic with that because of how they illustrated it. Everything that Natasha does that they illustrated in the beginning of these this MCU and these Avengers movies, I didn't understand anything that came from that red room. Mm-hmm. You know, other than you know, you know the whole uh, hysterectomy thing, and you know they, they can't have kids and and things like that. I was like, you know, there's a lot of things missing right here, and I, I'm not getting the, the same kind of detailed love or care for these other women characters in this movie to, to illustrate what the hell is really going on. Right. And it just it did not. It just unfortunately did not feel organic. Even like I how I told you in, in Captain Marvel. How a lot of things was like this is just forced in there just to be different, but it does not feel organic. Yep. The best way, to, the best way to display diversity, the best way to, uh, you know, do these kind of things to, to, to be in good taste is it has to have an organic feel to it. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is Marvel doesn't handle its women characters very well. They don't. No. So I'm... I say the best one they had so far was Wanda. And I feel like that's because they had, she had a show and not a movie. Right. If they had done a Scarlet Witch movie, it probably would have been just as bad. But also, I remember it was a whole thing where Anthony Mackie was saying, oh, well, we need more diversity behind the scenes. Diversity does not mean just race. Yeah. If you don't have women writers, if you don't have women producers, how do you properly illustrate a woman like how she thinks and feels and moves and goes about things so yes it is like you need that i divide i'm sorry a diverse like cast of or crew rather of writers and producers and things because it's very difficult to write for and to develop a story for um people that you're not them right like i can't write and i can't say you can't write it helps to have the input of someone Mm -hmm. who is of that gender race whatever the case is and i i do agree every time we get a depiction of a woman it's it's one-dimensional at some point she's highly emotional and her emotions get in the way of something she's supposed to be doing. And that seems to be the only thing that we can get. 
at with Black Widow, it was the the whole thing after Thanos. She didn't show no emotion, like you said, she didn't show no emotion. But then she got super emotional. Wanda was so fucking emotional. She created an entire town based off of her uh, grief. grief after losing Vision. With Captain Marvel, you just disappear off into space. I, like I, it was just. Everything seems to be like it's one dimensional and it's like predictable. Like you're not y'all like he said, you're not taking no chances. You wanna cash in on the whole diversity thing and you know, because it's hot right now. But you're not taking any chances of giving me a well rounded character. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing you can do with a character that's not well-rounded is make an entire movie about them. Especially if you have no plans on fleshing them out any further. Like, really fleshing them out. Like, I, I would look at this and I would say, without people trying to jump down down everybody's throat, because, you know, we can't have conversations anymore. Uh, why make Taskmaster a woman? Now, if you have, if it's like, okay, you know, if I want to change some things, like, okay, fine. I have no problem with that. If you, want, if you want to make her a woman, but then you made her, one, she didn't talk. Mm-hmm. She was just a, a, a red room plug. She didn't have any lines, did she? No, not she didn't. It, it, she did not talk. That's what I'm saying. There, there's no backstory other than that was the girl that she thought that, that she blew up, and I guess she's back for revenge. That's not who Taskmaster is. I'm like, after, no, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's why I said, like, I don't mind gender bend at all. As long as the character, the core of the character stays the same or makes sense. They, they changed good. Flag Smasher into a woman in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I didn't care. Right, because it made sense. You know what I'm saying? It fit. They turned that um, quantum uh, villain from Ant-Man and the Wasp into a woman. I didn't care. I forgot what her I forgot what her name is, but uh, Ghost. Ghost. It, it turned her to a woman. I didn't care because you those women had something to do. They had a backstory to to, to, to do something. You know what I'm saying? They took Enchantress and Lady Loki and made them into this one character named Sylvie in in Loki, and I, I I'm liking her. Mm-hmm. But they they it, it'd be different if you had this if they just had this woman. Who was the same as Taskmaster? Who is very educated? Who has photographic memory? Who can sit there and has uh, works for the government because maybe she has to deal with, with Thunderbolt Ross and she's like, I don't play favorites. Mm-hmm. I can be a bad, I can be a badass and go out here and I can actually stop these Avengers, right? Or I can round them up for you a little bit quicker. Not somebody who is uh, a puppet for this for this Red Room guy to the point where I'm still like. Why are we even... Y'all didn't make a second. It was a threat. I mean, they still got the ladies, obviously, right. and it needs to be shut down, but that wasn't well illustrated. Y'all illustrated in these past movies more about Budapest than you did the Red Room. Mm-hmm. So, I'm confused that y'all took, the, y'all, took, y'all took this route and everything just feels late, especially when I was watching it. I was like, man, I can't wait for the season finale of Loki. <laughs> because because that's that's this Wednesday. I can't wait for what if. I got Shang Chi. I got the Eternals. Mm-hmm. 
And I got Spider-Man all this year. Yep. And then Doctor Strange comes out early next year. So we got four Marvel movies in the next eight months. Right. Black Widow from before Thanos, nobody's even thinking about Thanos anymore. Uh-huh. That threat is gone. I'm trying to see what's going on with Jonathan Majors. <laughs> Dead serious. Because uh-huh. the, the threat of Thanos is gone. It, 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 it's too late, and they wanted to capitalize on it. They said, oh, one woman made that money, a woman can sell. Had tomorrow made all that mo- uh, that, that money. We should have gave Black Widow a move. That should have been gave Black Widow. They could have, Marvel could have been the first ones. Black Widow could have came out before Wonder Woman and before Catamaran was even thought about. Right. And if you just put the time and the resources in, into that, because that, that's how people are moving, you can, it just, it just, it just, it's, it's heartbreaking where you guys, he was talking about some, can these women or these colored people sell in front of this audience? And when you have a big corporation like something like Marvel, Fuck yeah, they can. They can. And then they act surprised every time, which is wild to me. I'm like, how many times does somebody have to do something for you to be like, oh, well, I guess. Right. Like, I don't understand. So, you know, it's like, I, all right. I mean, it came out, it's the same movie, but I just did not like how some things were handled. And it was really disrespectful to her. And the, the character I'm saying, especially the, the task, I'm I'm never going to forgive them for the for the task wrestling thing. There there are some things that Marvel does that I'm just like, okay, let me see what the end game is like. Right. But I, I felt that with um, the Mandarin, at least they're trying to do the Mandarin over. Yeah, they, they, they're trying to do the Mandarin over. I don't think Please they could. I I as much as I want Task, I want Taskmaster to be a part of MCU, but I don't think Taskmaster is coming. I don't back. want that one. I don't, and also the problem is they also made it so that anyone could be Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Everybody can't be. It's, 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 right. it's okay to have a. It's, it's okay to have somebody that is not. Let's say Taskmaster. Then once again, Marvel fucks up. They're like, okay, well, maybe in one of these shows, maybe when we focus on on the Thunderbolts, mm-hmm. we can find a way to bring Taskmaster up into this thing so, again. I have a question then. Yeah. So her dad. Yeah. Is he a real character, or was he created for this purpose? No, Red Guardian is a real character in the comics. No, 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 no. not Red Guardian. Taskmaster's dad. Is he a real character in her, like, story arc? I'm going to be honest, I don't know. I, I don't never know. read the uh, Black Widow comics, so... I was okay, really, so yeah. his, he's in there. So he's in here somewhere in this list. So I can, cause I kind of just want to find out. Like, did they just shoehorn him in because he had more? Um. Okay. So he does exist in her universe. Doesn't seem like he has a really big part in it though. Mm-hmm. Um. Says he was a high-ranking officer in the Soviet armed forces who acts as the Red Room's overseer and taskmaster. Master Superior, he appears in Black Widow. So, I guess he is a like a real character. He just doesn't have that much, like so much power. In some capacity, I guess he's 
um, he is Taskmaster's like boss, but I imagine you can't control someone who has that much, like naturally has that much power, but so much. So I'm just confused. It's like you gave us more. We got one scene when they were fighting on the bridge about uh, Taskmaster's abilities, and not even it sounds like the real like the the real way it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got it seemed like we got more of an explanation for him than we did for Taskmaster, who is the who is an actual villain. Yeah. Like y'all gave us the whole thing with the pheromones and how they can't attack him and how he's going out and saving girls off the streets and I'm just like okay, and then what? And Which, then I, I, I gotta say that a second time because I missed all them parts. I know about the pheromone. But I it was all in the same thing. Like uh-huh. that was all. Yeah, the it same. was all in the same scene. It was one long run on. After he figured out that it was really Black Widow mm-hmm. and not her mama, that then he um, went on his whole spiel about how he's doing all of this. Even show her how to unlock the uh, the the um, like his little board or whatever mm. to show her where all of the women are that he had who that had trained there and whatever. And somehow. Why would this man's ring ever leave his finger? How, like, why would that happen? I'm plot convenience. He left it behind in the office. I understood the breaking of the nose thing. Yeah, fine, that was cool. But he just left the uh, he left the ring behind so that she could unlock everything. Okay, and then dies. Obviously, he wasn't important enough for y'all to keep around because then he died in unceremonious death in a fire with his glasses flew at us like a 3D movie. I also had something to say about that. They complained about her not seeing the body after the explosion where they killed him the same way. Yep. Now, Wait, I, I'm sorry, what? They, um, when they were talking about Budapest... She was like, I blew uh-huh. up the building. It was like, well, did you see a body? If you didn't see a body, it's not really dead. Whereas um, Elena stabbed the propeller of the helicopter, uh-huh. and the helicopter blew up. But it was like, did y'all confirm a body? Because if y'all don't confirm a body, no, he's not really him. dead. I'm about to say, because if that's the case, honestly, none of them people really had to be dead because that's how his daughter supposedly died, too. Right. She was in a fire, so you you pulled her out? And made her into Taskmaster? I'm confused. I like, don't know how he survived. He got the power of Vin Diesel. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Now, none of it makes sense. I know we did go on a big rant about this movie, but I do want to talk about things we did like in this movie. Uh, even if it's one scene. Um, I'll go, because uh, the one thing I did really enjoy about uh, in this movie was the uh, Widow versus the Widows. I like that scene a lot. That was uh, one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Maybe one of my favorite scenes in the MCU. Where she was fighting all the Black Widows. Uh, that was the one with... Uh, yeah, I think I remember that one. When they came into the house? No, no. Was this, was, uh, no this was on the um, that craft. That aircraft thing. Oh, the, okay. The yeah, that's right. okay, And yeah. she was fighting all of them. I was like... Because it not only did like they have strength in numbers, but they didn't have the skills... 
but it really showed like she could try to hold her own, but she was still outnumbered. I thought that you was know, a cool. It, thing. It, 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 it was cool, but once again, it would have been it would have been even cooler if I was illustrated of how dangerous these women are. Right. Yeah. Like, why'd y'all give us the the batch of newbies? Because <laughs> honest to God, even women who aren't somewhat trained. They could have just broke her neck and killed her. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... It, 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 in credits, it's, I don't... It's, 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 I feel like this. Sway, remember when... In the side of cut, right? Uh-huh. As powerful as Steppenwolf is, right? Yeah. When he went to Themyscira to get that mother box, you knew he was in for a fight. Yeah. Because they showed that these Amazons have no fear... And they're going to go down with the ship, they and they're going to die for that. And they're going to kick your ass. Right. The only illustration that I got of, the, of these other Black Widows is Black Widow herself. Right. Mm-hmm. Opposed to, you can also just because one character, just because Wonder Woman is an Amazon, and they show how badass she is, they show how the other Amazons are badass in their own right. Right. Opposed to just me going off the going off off the, the, the tangent that Wonder Woman. I mean, uh, that Black Widow is a Black Widow, and she's great. This is how she fights, so everybody don't fight the same. I, I, they didn't do a good job, to me, illustrating how badass these, uh, or how they're not to be fucked with, these other Black Widows are. Right. So, in, in other words, it was still a cool scene, but it would have meant so much more, or had so much more pepper behind it, if they had did that, in other words. Yeah, gotcha, I understand. But yeah, um... Any last things about the movie? Oh wait, the post credit scene. Do y'all want to talk about that? Well, the post credit scene. Post credit scene was was cut and dry. Yeah, it was pretty simple. I'm glad she didn't whistle back because I would have been pissed. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was. I was like, please don't whistle back. Please don't whistle back. But I guess I'm guessing the lane is going to be like the antagonist in Hawkeye. I'm assuming. Yeah, Um, it it looks like that because because it looks like yeah she she's going to come back and try to take out Hawkeye. Yeah. And it looks like that by that time, her Thunderbolts team will probably be coming together. Yeah, I don't know that. I doubt it's gonna be the the Avengers next task to face, uh-huh. or if they're gonna say that for the Young Avengers. Not sure, but you know, I feel like it might be safe for the Young Avengers. So I'm also I'm a little confused because I know y'all was just like, oh well, she's really a part of this and all that jazz. Mm. Okay, so. Obviously, this is fast forward into the future after she has died. Yeah. Why would her sister not know anything about Hawkeye? I think she knew about Hawkeye. She didn't know how he she died. I, I find it hard to believe, even though we did not address the whole Budapest running joke, right? Mm-hmm. I find it hard to believe that at no point she said anything about how the closest, the only other person she's ever been close to was Alka. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Because it doesn't make, I feel like that's a plot hole. Why would she be like any logical person if they had any conversation at all and she's like, well, the Avengers isn't your real family sure that's a snarky comment because she made a snarky comment mm-hmm. but if y'all are sitting here having all of these heart to heart moments and whatever and you talking about how the Avengers has been your family because you thought you didn't have a family and blah 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 
and it's obvious that you and Hawkeye are the two closest, like in your in you know the immediate circle to each other. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where your aunt Natasha to his kids, and like it's a whole thing. So she doesn't know any that any of that dynamic of your relationship, and she doesn't know that Hawkeye. Like, cause why wouldn't you question that? I guess she also because they were split away when they were super young. And I think this isn't this their first meeting together since then? That's but that's movie? what I'm I'm that's what I'm saying. If we're having this whole big discussion about who's my family mm-hmm. and these people have been my family since I got split up from y'all. Mm-hmm. N- never would have mentioned that and also why would you just automatically run with this woman who you know is not completely on the up and up? coming and telling you this guy who you've seen on the world stage fighting villains with your sister is responsible for her death now also i will give it to i'm trying to give it the benefit of doubt um definitely uh she also had to picture in a ronin suit i'm pretty sure news got out about ronin killing just just slaughtering gangs fair so I would believe, like, seeing someone in the Ronin suit versus the Hawkeye suit, I would believe that. Okay. That's the that's the only best explanation I could give it. I know I overanalyzed. Oh no 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 no! And I'm you, sure somebody you're... listening to this is like, she's looking way too deep into this. No, it, it, these aren't questions that should be asked, honestly, and should be answered. But no, I, that... I totally get you. Because I didn't because I didn't think about it at the time, but after when I was like, so wait, this post credit scene is years down the line, it seems. Yeah, yeah, this was after Endgame. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I do want to see it again, uh, just to get like a fresh a pair of eyes on it. I'm not sure if I'm gonna feel different about it or anything, but yeah, Taskmaster, well, I- Taskmaster was my biggest disappointment in this movie. I have to see it again because, like I said, I and once again, it's not an assault to anybody. You know, see, the movie theater makes forces to watch the movie. Right. Okay, so I, I'm the kind of guy when I watch movies, I, I don't, I try to get distracted. You know, what I'm saying I'm not on my phone. I don't, you know, talk to other people or try to answer questions because even when my son asks me questions, I'm like, if you just watch the movie, I'll answer for you. Mm-hmm. Now we was having a good time, all of us together, you know, laughing, jokes like that. But there, there's things I miss. Because I couldn't hear, mm-hmm. right? Or, or what was the focus? Or because it's easy to do that when you watch. That's that's one of the downfalls if I watch movies at home. Mm-hmm. That's why sometimes I usually watch movies by myself. Sometimes like you know, like when my when 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 Lady Sketch went to sleep on in the Heights, I'm like, I'm just gonna finish watching the movie, right? You know, no interruptions. That's, that's how. That's just because how I watch movies. So it is. I am gonna go back and watch it again, so I can. Um, you know, if there's some things that I missed or things that I didn't truly understand or I didn't hear for the first time that I can go back and have a better explanation of it. I mean, I still gave it a C, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all I had to say. Any last words on Black Widow? Still glad I didn't give it a chance, but stay tuned for Shang-Chi and the Ten Ring. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I've been waiting for a good Kung Fu movie. A good hand-to-hand movie. I'm excited, but yeah, um, we 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 actually going overtime for the podcast, and uh, it's later than I expected. So <laughs> let's wrap it up. Uh, but it, thank you. Wrap it up, B. 
Yeah, th- thank you all for coming back with us. Uh, this was actually fun. I had a blast with the midterms and the widow review. Uh, hopefully, we get that Space Jam uh, this coming up week, this upcoming week for you. Uh, but Lady Sketch, is there any way we can find you? Um, not really. All my stuff is private. Y'all can follow me when I'm here. Gotcha, <laughs> Mr. A and E. You guys can uh, still check out uh, the Twitter and Instagram, even though I know I haven't been on there, but I'm trying to get better. Of course, follow me on NC Studios, where Swag mostly handles level up, and I am getting better with content, putting out content. So here's the thing. Loki is coming out. I decided on Wednesday, I'm putting up all the episodes. Because mm-hmm. it, it did take a minute to edit but. Uh, put up all the episodes three, four, and five, and then hopefully that Thursday or that Friday or that Saturday, we will have the season finale up there. Right. And so that we can that we can wrap up Loki and get ready for what if. What uh, what if is uh, August, right? Yes. Okay. Next month. Cool. I'm I'm glad we just hopping right into it. Exactly. <laughs> I just and, then, and then after August, we go right into the movies. Shang Chi's in September. Great. Eternals is November. Spider Man is December. And I think the rest of the shows are coming out this year too. Hawkeye and all that. Are they? I thought it was next year. I know. I think Hawkeye is coming out. Should be the end of this year if they finish it. And I don't know with She Hawk coming out, but I'm glad Meg The Stallion's in it. That's definitely going to have my eyes on this show. What? She probably will be in what episode? No, she. They said she's going to be a recurring uh, uh, character in the series. I didn't even hear that. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming she's going to be one of uh, like She-Hawk's clients. That's the only thing I can think of. But I'm down with it. Get your check, Megan. Get your check. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, level up. I have Fighter Fantasy Seven Intergrade coming up, uh, as well as the Little Nightmares, and then we have the great Smash Bros. Uh, Kaiusa. That was fun. That was, that was that will be going up this week when I finish making the thumbnail. Yeah, that will be coming up. So yes, stay tuned for that. Until then, Q Flow, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter.